Hello. Wanted to let that note just ride. Oh, I ruined out. it. I was just enjoying the goodness, as you do with most things. Yeah. And on that note, welcome back to a Solid Seven podcast. Hello. Episode eleven. So I would say we're we're deep into the double digits now. <laughs> we've we've arrived. <laughs> we're deep. That's one of those funny things about life. It's like you get to ten, you're like, yeah, double digits. I mean, you got a while to go before you hit triple digits. You don't get to really celebrate again Dude, for a while. I was scrolling through Jordan Harbinger's, like, just seeing which ones I want to listen to. Yeah. He's in the 500s. And oh, I was yeah, just, like, yeah. looking at the... Because he mentions other podcasts at, in his podcast. You should go check out 465. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. And I'm like, dear God, we're on 11. Yes. <laughs> and he's, he's deep. Well, this is not the Jordan Harbinger podcast we caught on. This is the... Uh, it's a Solid Summit podcast. We are a better than average podcast. But just... Barely. Thank you for hitting your mark this week. You're welcome. I was listening to last week on Overcast, which removes the dead air, and uh-huh. it ruined that joke. Oh. Because it sounded like yeah. there was no pause, so it didn't sound like you missed your well, mark. Well, I took two alpha brains because I actually read the bottle, and it says you should be taking two, and I've been taking one. So I learned that today. That's like when they tell you to change your oil every 3,000 miles, though. It's, I mean, it's just a... Oh, okay. Well, I took two, so that's why but, I was uh, on point. We're not a show about nothing, but we're not a show about any one thing. Each week we get together and talk about whatever interests us in the world. Every once in a while, actually most of the time, uh, a friend joins us, and that's the case with this Because we actually want listens, and yes. when they see that it's just the two of us, just the two, yeah. they go, and yeah. skip. So this week we brought back fan favorite, Mike Redacted. Welcome back, buddy. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. The running water. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't unhear it. Thanks, Adam. He ruined it, and now I need to pee. So, speaking of needing to pee, I'm just glad the soundboard. Let's back. crack the jackal goes, boy. Let's do it. I'm changing up this week. I'm going uh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. That, what's the talk movie? A, talk about a movie. Yeah, that Whoa. is ripe for canceling. Can't right make now. that one right now. I'm just amazed he actually talked about it on um, Rogan's podcast yeah. years ago. When, Cheers, fellas. Whatever. Cheers. Roast. Mm. I, I like I like the Tropic Thunder. I can't. Remember. I've had it. I just it's been. I'm a still. I haven't ranked all of them. I, I just, think uh, After Burner Orange is becoming number one in my book. Yeah, I'd say that's mine. My I'm back and forth on really whichever one I'm drinking between Orange and Apple is my favorite. Yeah. While yeah. I'm, while yeah. I'm drinking it, that's my favorite. Apple, but this is really good. But I enjoy this one in the Palmer as well. Really, the only one I don't like. I'm sorry, Leif is the like lemon lime one. Well, he redid I it. I said, yeah. Did I you should, see that link I sent you? I should try it again. Yeah. But I went. I was in vitamin shop today to grab one, and uh, it was the old citrus, so I did not grab it. Well, the guys mm. were, uh, I don't know if you sent their presence, the guys were in Central Florida this week for the muster. I yeah. could feel, that's why I've been getting up every day at 5 a.m. so far. We went there, and, uh, I was sad, but I did, like, I saw them posting, like, they went to, you know, a Florida Wawa, and they were loading up on Jocko Goes. I'm like, I could have been at that Wawa. Dang. But of course I wasn't. And then they went down and hit the uh, Navy SEAL Museum in Fort Pierce. If you've never been, I highly recommend. Never even heard of it. Um, it's awesome. They do a great job. They do a big event every November around Veterans Day, which also happens to be my birthday because I'm so patriotic. Well, and, that was totally uh, intentional, right? Like yeah, it was. To- they planned that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you mock, but my sister was also born on the 4th of July, so there's some credence to it, my friend. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and then Knowing my... your father's political leadings, though. Yeah. Hey, he's dead. Can we speak kindly oh, of him, please, Mike? Hey, the, all three of us have dead fathers. I yeah. High five. So, hey. <laughs> dead, dead, dead dad jokes, fair dead, game, dead, all dead. the way around. Uh, this is why we're actually really sad. But no, they do this They do this big annual event. They call the muster. They have a big keynote speaker come in. A lot. Of, it's been big name people like uh, Michael know him, but William McRaven, I heard, speak there uh, one year. Yeah. Uh, they'll do like a big... That's, your, that's the make your bed guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he was... 
um, head of, I can't remember what they were calling it at that point, but Navy Special Forces. Yeah. I don't know if it was SOCOM. You know, they changed the name every time yeah. it gets too popular. But I've been making my bed my whole life, and it's not like... Uh, <laughs> Look at you now. And I know, and I'm not like any I more successful. I never make my bed. Yeah. It's just, I think it's more an OCD <laughs> thing that I do. Yeah. Because I just don't like the way it looks all messy. I want it... Oh, man. I'm just I, I roll and right out of the bed, and I leave the sheets all... I'm fluffled and everything. Yeah, I'm up and gone before Jade's even awake. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? Make my half? No, yeah, yeah it's she's still in bed. It. Yeah, it's I don't yeah. no, I'm not doing anything. What's the point? It's usually whoever's last to leave makes the bed and puts the stupid pillows on top. Well, I mean, there's got to be something to uh, it. Mc, McRaven touts it, and uh, what'd you say, Kim? Jordan Peterson? Is, I'm like, there's got to be something to it because you know oh. McRaven's like, yeah, make your bed, and you know, segues and makes a good point out of it, and then Jordan Peterson, you know, yeah. uh, he's you know, get your room in order first, and yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's the whole thing with Jocko, like it's it's daily discipline. Right? Yes, it is. Right. It's drawing yeah. that line in the sand. Like I yeah. will not give up an inch. So, but so you go down. The museum's amazing. They like they have the. Uh, the lifeboat from the Maersk, Alabama. Um, so the whole, like, oh, I'm wow. the captain now. Cool. Like, it's there, bullet holes in the windows and all. Uh, yeah, it's there in their showroom. They've got uh, a Mark V, the big jet boats. That the seal, Actually, they, they've moved on, but they've got one of those outside. Um, so they've got a ton of just cool seal artifacts, information. It's a really well-done museum. But then the muster, they normally have a great big-name speaker. I met, uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? He was an Army guy. Um, the, yes, it was Joe? Fred Jacob. Um, I can't remember. He was a, a, a state of Florida representative for a while. Oh, Jehoshaphat. Um, <laughs> gosh, I can't believe I can't think of his name. He's moved out to Albert. Texas now. He was in the army. He's like famous for like Jeffrey putting somebody who was detained head like next to a button next to a bucket of sand and firing Sergeant rounds into Jacobowitz. it to get them to talk to get information out of them. I have no idea who you're talking really? about. Really, it'll come it's to not me. Not even ringing. It'll come to me eventually. Whatsoever. Uh, but so they'll have uh, for a while there before um, the sequestering, you know, when they made the military stop spending money on superfluous things, one of the SEAL teams would actually come do a demonstration. Uh, oh. But since the sequester, they've just been like retired SEALs and guys that are involved. They've been doing their own demonstration. They still do a great job with it and uh, and whatever. So uh, the Navy SEAL muster, Fort Pierce, hit it up every November. It's, what do you uh, think of the price of those musters? Well, we're talking about, I should be clear, we're talking about two different musters. So oh. the uh, SEAL Museum uh, down in Fort Pierce, it's um, the the muster, that, the event what that they do. What is a muster now? Because now I'm confused. I'll let Mike speak to what a muster is and why military adjacent organizations oh, use it. Yeah, that's, it's like a, it's like a, tr- a formation. Like you get everybody together. You muster your forces, that kind of thing. Okay. That's more like a Navy thing, I think. I don't, we the never only t- really use that term. Yeah. The only time I, I ever heard it, is, it so. was with Jocko saying, we have a muster coming up in Orlando, Florida, and it's almost $3,000. And it's the opposite of ketchup. Yeah. So, but that's, that's why... It's mustard. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So... <laughs> you got it. I'll do it. No, I got it. I'll just, don't even need to press the button. I'll just do it. Um, so that's that's why they both are using that terminology for things. It's this gathering of, ah. of people, right? So... Uh, but they call their annual event down at the museum a muster as well. But that event is free. Yeah. Which is the right price? Jocko, right price. Jocko's musters not free. Not they're free. like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, before like a hotel or food. And I'm not saying the value's not there, but and I just travel. I just don't fine. have it lying around. But they pack them out and yeah. and good for them. Yeah, good on them. I know he says yeah. he sells out every time, but every I time. wanted to see what was included, and I'm like, I don't. I'm I understand that there's a cost. To everything. I'm yeah. not mad that there's a price. But I'm like, 
what what are you paying for that at that level to hear him explain it you you get like a lot of facetime and hands-on time and direct interaction with him and Leif and their team and so you're really able to present which is part of why i like their ef online program like you're really able to like these are my actual issues and get feedback on your specific situation and, and your right. whatever so mm. i think that's probably where a lot of the, the so you're mostly is. just paying for their time yeah, kind of. I mean, I think like any any kind of conference, they do like breakout sessions. You know, they they have their speeches that they give. They talk about a thing and then they break up and gotcha. then they go and they, they dissect. Is that problems. like on par with most conferences that are comparable? I think that level of like executive you yeah. know, business, you know, whatever. But, but they get, they're getting bigger and bigger. So I don't know how it can yeah. re- remain well, intimate because they used to have like a cap of like 700 people. I'm interested like to now, see I mean, how they're doing because they do P- optional PT every morning. Yeah. Like how they're running PT with that many people. No, that's, yeah. that's a But large they're, element. you know, that's a bunch of seals. They figure it out, I suppose. I guess. So. No factor. No factor. Yeah, but, I wanted to go, but I'm not rich enough. Yeah. I'm, hey, you know what? Me neither. Yeah. Maybe next time. Maybe next. Maybe in Orlando, it just felt like God. Let's throw it on a credit card. Maybe once we're, <laughs> maybe once we're sponsored. Maybe once we're on the team. Oh, maybe oh, yeah. we, maybe we go out. We do a live recording. Mm. We cross promote. We do a recording with Jocko at the muster. He puts it out as a podcast. We wow. put it out. Jocko, call oh, us, man. man. Call right? us. This could this be. Needs to happen. This could be big for everybody. Wow. Mostly us, but it could be big for everybody. Well, by the time it happens, it'll be no factor for both of you. Really. Yes. You know? The exposure <laughs> that we will give you to our 80 to 90 listeners, you it, it can't be bought. Cannot. I don't see any downside on his part. No. That's right. What's he got to lose? Not a thing. Time. <laughs> so, uh, but nope, good to, good to have uh, Mike back and almost didn't have you back. Yeah. It so, almost didn't happen. Yeah. This is, it's kind of a crazy story. So I, I reached out to kill. I don't even know. Did I? Text the both of you or just you, Kale? Kale it was both of us. Lo- no, <clears throat> he just told you and then you told me. Oh, I oh, thought it was okay. on our little group thread. No. Oh. Well, so anyway, we had a triple shooting like um, two or three days ago. And this is the first day where I actually got like out. Like three of- people were shot. Three people were shot, yeah. And it was pretty touching. None of them died yet. Um, I'm just envisioning a Mexican Michael, standoff like the Michael office. Scott, no, yeah. it, it, Pam, yeah. I ain't going down for this. <laughs> <laughs> because everything is the office. Pam, yeah, honey, exactly. let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, so I've, I've had like, you know, a lot of, a lot of hours at work, uh, yeah. the last couple of days and, uh, we had a, a lucky break in it yesterday and ended up getting a warrant for somebody's arrest. So this, this whole case could break wide open any, any second. So I'm sitting here staring at my phone, hoping it doesn't ring. Uh, but I also texted Kale today and I was like, Hey man, I'm sorry to do this to you last minute, but after confirming I would come, we had a shooting and now I'm maybe not going to be able to come. I'm not sure. So some guy or woman shoots three people and you're just trying to find the person that did it. And I can't really like dig deep into the details because right. it's an active case. But, that, but in a nutshell, that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty I, much. I wasn't even that interested why, in the like, story. I just thought sunburned. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I <laughs> asked, I'm like, like why are you up? red? <laughs> oh man. I tell you um, what, it's, it's funny. Uh, we were having our pool resurface this deep into the year. Normally we would be all in the pool for like weeks and weeks and weeks, but pool's been out of commission for a while so yeah. standing outside on a crime scene for yeah. five hours Jeez. at noon now this is a tangent that will not interest listeners but your pool for real need to be research needed to be reserved <laughs> is there was one time after they first yes. moved in we're having a pool party at mike's and oh, we're man. like 
chicken fighting and wrestling in there you know as grown men oh, do yes. Yes. and our toes were all so trashed it's, 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 from the bottom of the pool tough enough to stand no pool. it that's was like it was. imagine <laughs> if you're doing jujitsu on like 200 grit sandpaper yeah, that's, that's about what it was that's what yeah. was going down that's disgusting yeah yeah i want to take jujitsu classes you should with kira i really want to you should mostly for her so if someone wants to fight her or take her she can hold her ground for a minute yeah before i shoot them Everybody who actually knows what they're talking about. And then about. you have to investigate me. See, that's, well, depending on where that shooting took place, I might actually have to do that. Yeah. yeah. yeah where, where were you on Wednesday? Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, I just thought that was the, the coolest reason anybody's maybe had to cancel on me. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I got to go catch the bad guys. So my can So, so yeah. there's a murderer on the loose. My excuses last week didn't weren't not, good. Not the same. Good enough? No. <laughs> no. Comparatively to... No. That. But uh, but yeah, I mean, as far that as actually reminds me, I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. I want to say something. I'd be disappointed other, if you didn't cut me uh, off. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other Mike, if you're listening, you are way cooler than me. Mike, you guys, you Mike guys, Williams? Ooh, Williams, you guys did a dirt. You did him dirty. How? I, you said that he wasn't as cool as I am, bro. He I would say that? he's not as cool as you. No. Oh, did he? He listened to the episode and he was like, he he agreed. Well, he only listens to the episodes he's on, <laughs> so he won't even hear this. But I believe, oh yeah, I mentioned yeah. him. I think in the last episode, episode before, and I was like, Mike, if you hear this, text me. And he never did. Of course Ooh, not. No, no. Nerdy. Yeah. And no. if you well, hear this, Mike, text me twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, like I had listened because you were commenting about how you and I haven't talked. Right. And we have talked. We have. I, it had slipped my mind in the heat of battle yeah. last week. So yeah. I'll, I'll throw out the invite <laughs> right now. I'm going shooting tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. You're welcome yeah. to join. Where Where at? Uh, buddy's house. What time tomorrow? As early as you can make it. As early as I can make it. So about 11, 11, I, well, 12. Depending on what, you know, if this is another super cut episode and we don't get out of here until like midnight, I, I'll probably not get there until uh, 11. Um, we normally start at like nine. You, know, you don't want to start shooting too early. Okay, yeah. You know, that wakes people up. I still have not shot the gun I bought recently. You also don't want to start shooting too late, not in Florida. It was cooking today. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that's the nice thing about starting at nine. Like, your body kind of acclimatizes to the temperature. You're welcome to come too, Kale. I'm not not extending it solely to Josh. I I appreciate that. So We can get the deets after after we record. Yeah, if you're interested. We also got to talk GORUCK, too. Yeah, yeah. We're totally going, like, segue. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, my other mic, if you're listening, you are definitely cooler than me. (laughs) <laughs> no, that was worth interrupting me before I said, no, everything I've heard from people who actually know what they're talking about is that if you're going to do one martial art for defense, like jujitsu, jits and some form of striking, but I've always heard jujitsu described as the one where it's like the littler guy can or right. can win, right? Yeah. You're, especially against an untrained opponent. Right. And I, I think uh, just the mentality of jujitsu as well, not so, even outside of physical stuff, the mental side of the stuff you learn. Sounds yeah. definitely humbling. I'll tell you that. That's much. yeah, like that very kinda. much so. Yeah. That's at least what Jocko says. Jiu-jitsu is life. Yeah. And life is jiu-jitsu. The but only hard it seems, thing is like uh, getting the classes. That's the that's the yeah. hurdle that it I. It seems to. expensive. Well, when I googled it, it seems like 175 a class. But that's what you. No, 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 class, no. no. Oh, a month. Like a month. Oh, yeah, and. Yeah. You go you like what once a week, or and there's twice a week, or what is it? Really, as many times as you can make it. I mean, you're yeah. you guys, you guys don't have kids, right? No, we that's, have a puppy though. Do you oh, want to talk oh, about that? That's right. It's the same. I forgot yeah. for like ten hours. <laughs> Dude, it was really I hard a, leaving my puppy today. You I'm know, gonna go ahead and she's tease your Patreon content. I'm gonna tease it right now. 
I have a story about dogs. I okay. want to tell you. <laughs> you specifically. Warms the heart. It's, it's a horrible, brutal, dead dog story. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to give anything away. You know, John Wick, my dog. So, so much for our no dogs were harmed in the making of this podcast. Disclaimer. Well, not in so. the making of this one. Prior to, maybe. Uh, but anyway, so. you could go. I mean, like, so the, the place that I go to... Uh, somewhere in central Florida that you could go to like six classes a week. And, and most of them you could go to two to three hours, like a day. Mm. Well, if you maxed out, I mean, in some days you could do five hours. Wow. Yeah. But that's, how much is that? Um, that's like one seventy five a month or, uh, I pay one twenty, one ten, something like that. But then you also have to buy like geese and rash yeah, guards. No, they, they do, and, well, you don't need to buy rash guards. That's just, no. that's nice, but you don't need it. Um, yeah, the ghee is like 200 bucks. And if you go to a Gracie Baja, um, they make you buy a Gracie Baja. What is what is a Gracie Baja? It's just a type of school. Yeah. Oh, okay. But there's actually lots of good schools right there's here. Like you wouldn't schools. have a hard time finding yeah. a good school. They're yeah, I just over. Googled it and I saw 175. I was like, maybe later. Yeah. That's, that is pretty steep. Yeah. It said, I think that's probably like the average in Florida is blah. Oh, okay. Well, that, that it wasn't that like sense. a specific school yeah. n- number. Because the, like the ghee is 200. Right. Plus the, you pay the first month and then you pay monthly. What, what were you paying, Kale? I do not recall. Oh. Yeah. I think when I pay off all our debt, then I'll look at that. I did like a month free and then and then I did a couple of months and then my kid was born and here I sit, not knowing jujitsu. Not, not knowing anymore. Well, yeah. don't feel bad because yeah. I was not able to go but like once a week and I stopped paying yeah. about two months ago. Yeah, I know kid jitsu. Like yeah. if you want to wrestle on the carpet with some pillows involved, I I can scrap. Oh wow. really? got that down. Yeah. So, so then, and I win like every time. I'm is, not trying to brag, but well, if I sign up for something like this, is how long, like until it's like okay, I get it, or uh, is it something you have to constantly uh, keep ever? practicing forever? <laughs> I mean, not that like you're like I can go take down every single dude out there, but well, it's so like I actually had a conversation with the professors when I was signing up. I was just kind of curious, like uh, I was fascinated by like the marketing aspect of it, and and they told me that according to and this again, this is just Gracie Baja, um, that. It was something like 70% of people who sign up get their blue belt and stop going, hmm. which is the first belt advancement. And jujitsu is different than like karate or taekwondo or something. You actually have to earn a belt. Like you're there for a long time. I was there for over a year and I still didn't even have a single stripe. Yeah. If that tells you anything about how long mm. it takes um, or the quality of my performance, either or, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's what they're saying. So a lot of people quit after blue belt. And there's mm. a big push in the law enforcement community for making jujitsu mandatory. Yeah. Wow. And some people say, you know, make everybody get a blue belt, every, make everybody get a purple belt. Right. So, but I mean, a blue belt, what's going to take you two years, three years? Well, I mean, we've, we've got a friend that started at the, the same place I was going at, at the same time yeah. that I started, yeah. only he kept going. Yeah. And he He's does a have a blue belt. I don't know if he has but any stripes on his belt, lot. but, and he was going a lot. He's going a lot. And so, like, to hear, uh, like, uh, Jocko and um, his co-host producer Echo on his show talk about it because they're both now uh, black belts. Um, Jocko's a Jocko's high been, level black belt. Oh yeah, he's been a black belt since um, like and they'll 90s. St- and then well, you know it's like when do you like get it? Jocko will still tell you like occasionally like a purple belt or brown belt they catch you yeah. like it's oh yeah they get you but so like but, like I'm I think I'm more saying like okay you like you know how to take care of yourself if something were to go down. Like I feel confident in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally get it. And I'm going to tell you this, you go to 10 classes to the point where you actually start understanding some very low level fundamental stuff. Right. You will be 
so far ahead of somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Right. It'll be like you are a black belt and they know nothing. See, that's that's what I, the answer I was looking for. Yes. Because I'm like, I'm not trying to be a black belt, but I'm like, I at least want to be able to handle my own if something yeah. were to happen. Now you start rolling with another person who's only been to 10 classes. It's going to be meaningless. Mm. And that's how it all goes. Right. So like I was, right. I you know, I'm I'm fortunate. They can't see this because it's just the sound of my voice, but I'm a rather large individual. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 6'5", 220, in fairly good shape. So I could hold my own. Walking off the set of Mad Men. (laughs) Yes. My coiffed hair, as Kale put it. Yes. I had a couple Um, female friends that wanted a photo, and I tried finding you on Instagram, and you don't have an Instagram. I am. I'm I'm social media dark, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, we got to explain the redacted thing, too, so I don't sound like a a jerk. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Too many many rabbit trails. Like the advantage or lack thereof of your size in jujitsu. Oh, yeah. So I was saying, like, I can kind of hold my own. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually got to the... At one time, as a white belt, I almost tapped the black belt. Wow. One time. And that's because I got lucky and I was stronger. I don't know if I've ever really seen anyone do jujitsu. How far is it from like high school wrestling? Because it almost, all the terminology sounds the same. Like I almost tapped them out. We were rolling on the mat. Yeah. I mean, aside from takedown, like like double leg, single leg takedowns, but even that, their approach is different. It's basically UFC type fighting. You see a lot of jujitsu in UFC. It's it's come a long way. And, And that's part of where it's like, and I think it's probably Joe Rogan I've heard talk about this, but it's like for the longest time, martial arts was all kind of talked about in theory. Everybody was the, yeah. oh, you know, these black belts can kill you and you could never use it. Like it was all in theory of what was real and what would work and whatever. And the UFC did away with all the theory. Like yeah. now we all know what yeah, we're like. Nobody practicing karate. It, yeah. In the no, if Kung Fu, well, um, dang, I'm going to blank on his name. Yeah, Stephen Thompson. Uh, Wonder Boy. He's he. Oh wait, I think I know who you're he practiced about. karate for a long time, but he's still a multi. Everybody, you got to be a multi discipline yeah, guy. Yeah, Nobody's going in as pure right. anything. Like yeah. UFC one, two, those early ones. Yeah, yeah it was Dude, style. Ver- good it was style versus style, and yeah. that's when you realize when you go in and you see you know these jujitsu guys just tying people in knots. Yep. Like oh, that one works. Well, you know what I think is really interesting too is like jujitsu avoided like the legs, and then a couple people started rolling in there with those crazy leg locks, and yeah. they totally changed the game. Yeah. Mm. And so, the game continues to change. Like, yeah. you know, every Eddie Bravo and 10th Planet, they've got, you know, if you're used to going to a Gracie school and you go to 10th Planet, it's not a different thing, but it is a different thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's different technique. It's different whatever. And the game keeps changing. And that's why it's like... Eddie Bravo um, thinks the world is flat. So um, Does he really? But yeah. Those dude, flat earther stuff, man, that's a, crazy. A lot of time, though, genius comes along with idiocy, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, if well, you're yeah. so advanced in one area, it's like you've sacrificed somewhere else. And Eddie Bravo is a jujitsu genius. Oh, really? He looks I mean, scary. He, if I he saw him, really I'd is. be a little terrified. Dude, you want to get a feel for like, oh, what's what's jujitsu like? Like, look up a video of Eddie Bravo and Marcelo Garcia. Um, I think that's Marcelo's. I, it's definitely Marcelo. I want to say Garcia. What do I got to do to get another one of these Jocko girls? I was about to get up and get you one. Uh, Let me. Uh, I was about to, but then you're this a better up. host than the person whose house we are in. You see a video? I'm or? sorry, I'm mid mid podcast right now. <laughs> Um, uh, it's a oh, then, rolling with Haido Takoro. Uh, oh, that dude Eddie and Hoyler, Gra- Eddie and Hoyler Gracie, dude. That one is crazy. Uh, it's Royler. Mm, sure, guy. Um, thanks for the ad, YouTube. How many seconds do you think we've wasted in our life watching YouTube ads? Um. Oh, this is old, bro. Yeah, they've rolled like they've rematched since, and it's crazy. Uh, it's no sound. Um, 
I don't want to watch a video with a bunch of music. I wanted to hear it, especially yeah. when our people can't see it anyway. So right, so it doesn't matter. Um, like it. Yeah, sure. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll it's show in my you. history now. Um, right there, Mike. You dying? Sorry, I'm like choking over here. I'm choked up. Let me get you a drink, man. It's in the freezer. And I'm not even being smart right now. So, but but we did want to talk about you know like why you're microdacted and it's not which you you made no claim to on the podcast. Oh, I don't yeah, even totally. want I don't want even people to assume. No, yeah, that you're I, like I'm just glad that we are talking laying about it claim it, to it's it makes it seem like oh who's this guy you yeah. super secret squirrel or whatever and that's not totally not the case. You made yeah, some jokes about no. me running around town with like a stingray and stuff and that that's just not the case. <laughs> um, as you know, so, if you've made it this far, then you listen to the opening and you know that I'm. I'm in an investigative capacity. I'm actually a middle management with law enforcement. Yeah. And my, my job is, uh, basically I supervise detectives and investigations. Yeah. So I supervise scenes. I make sure the investigations are being handled properly, but like Kill pointed out, I mean, this is crazy times. Yeah. It's Who an, knows? It's an interesting season for you know, law enforcement to say I, the least. And so I made a and, joke about like Russia taking over oxygen from the Ukrainian capsule. God only knows what's going to get you canceled nowadays. Uh, that one's still funny to me, but uh, yeah, I mean it's, and I don't, I don't even remember if you asked us to do that. I, I think I threw it out there. I don't know. No, but yeah, you just, totally did. Like there's, and it's not like we get super crazy or edgy on the podcast. No. In particular, because we're edgier. not trying to get uh, like, we probably would be edgier if, we weren't in a climate where it would get us canceled. Right. Uh, but in the meantime, there's no point in our little podcast jamming you up at work. And so yeah. you're Mike redacted. And that's the thing. Mike redacted on Jocko go number two. Cause right your there. last name is none of their business. That's right. None of your darn business. So, and he's not on IG, so we can't tag him. So ladies, you can't see him and he's married anyway. So we it doesn't try. matter. Yep. That's actually funny. You really got, people asking you for pictures uh i think it was just two people i made it i wanted to make it sound like it was I mean, like no. i got emails upon oh, we painted gosh. we painted the hundreds of picture yeah yeah it, uh, it was yeah. enough for, for these people to go huh what does it look like well you also said i think that i could be the stump double stump stunt double for captain america i thought you were fo- captain america follow-on episodes no i just i no. i mean they should have <laughs> probably casted you instead of that one trash can looking dude oh man oh you mean uh <laughs> Kurt Ru- wayne russell wyatt russell i don't know it's stupid poor name. guy who wants to be cast after chris evans though oh gosh chris evans nailed it not he i had a was i think it was him he had a pan face looked like he got smacked with the, in the face of the pan it's just flat no he, it wasn't him you're I'm thinking someone else you're being someone else. super mean you see a picture. no but new cap whose name you knew and it didn't stick with me it's wyatt russell he didn't even like with the with the helmet if that's what that's supposed to be off didn't look that bad yeah, but with, but the, with helmet the helmet on, it, just, yeah, it no, made his ears good. look not yeah. right. Yeah, the the initial episode where they reveal him, which I think See, is episode he's fine. one. He's fine. He, right he's here. perfectly fine. Yeah, which one here? Yeah, but the helmet just doesn't. I'm almost yeah, positive that's okay. Kurt Russell's son too. Yeah, that's definitely really. I'm positive. All I right. bet you if you Google it in two seconds, you'd find out. But he, look at Cap with his helmet on. He look like that's a man. I'm telling Look at this doofus. Poor guy. How would you look in the Captain America suit? I would Josh? look like this. Let me, let me, you want me to get it from the truck? You can try it on. Uh, yeah. Can, can we? Do you have the shield? Can we, yeah. Can we just go toss this shield around? I have yeah. oak trees. Can we yeah. just go toss the shield around? Yeah. Like, have we uh, talked about Bucky Captain and the America Winter Soldier at well, all? We didn't because it's it over. Was, it's it was done. garbage. Yeah. And then nobody wants to talk about it. We never. <laughs> we never went back to it. But it, you said it got them. Kale said it has the most views. No, of, no, no. The, they said something like it was their biggest launch of a show or something. Oh, uh, just the initial first like episode. the first week or two or whatever. And then it went, yeah. yeah, it. Uh, you know, and it being like, I mean, it wasn't that. I'm bad, a big fan of it, and Captain America is my favorite. He but it's, is not my favorite. 
Give me an Iron Man version of all this. I've been in a hundred. Oh, what do they call that? Like Iron Patriot or whatever. When in the comics, and uh, you know, potential spoilers from here on out. But I wasn't a fan of like again. I'm I don't hate on that actor like uh, you and Mike Williams did. Like I'm okay with with him. But no, I mean, and I'm okay with him being Cap. I don't like the mashup. Let him be Cap or let him be Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they needed to create drama. But like, I was also. The reason why we hate him is because he was doing a good job in the acting role. I just, I'm just dogging him because in this photo, when he first saw his reveal, he looks like a doofus. He yeah. totally does. That was but like episode. I'm two sure he, the silly. actor did do a great job in the role yeah. to make us hate yeah. him, which uh, well, is the gig. My guess is that was because, like, when you listen to the office ladies when they talk about how particular they were about if a character was going to wear glasses, if the character was going to make a hair change, right. how they would debate that on yeah, yeah. set. And all this is at those, a higher tier. All those decisions yeah. were very, very intentional. He looked like this on purpose. Yeah. They didn't want him to look good. They didn't, you know, like... Exactly. It, he was supposed to be a little off. So. No, yeah, yeah, and I'm just... I'm dogging him harder than I actually yeah. feel, but... So I the, the show's shining moments to me were the buddy cop moments. Yeah, yeah, that was when the, good. the the banter and the yeah, busting chops. And so like there would be and I don't know that they're going to carry the show forward, but there's to me all the potential in that show is just make it a buddy cop show. I know. Yeah, it would and have made it, it better. Works. Yeah, I thought and the leave bad out guy... the wokeness. I I that's that was my biggest thing. I was just cringeworthy moments where it's like you yeah. got to throw race relations into everything. You got to throw like anarchy stuff into everything. Well, yes, because we're we're all just defined by what boxes we fit in now. Apparently, yeah, it's and not. It, it was just disappointing. I'm like, come on, can we please move past this? This is it's supposed to be escapism. You watch entertainment to get away. I from this I crap. said the same thing, and uh, I had some people tell me that uh, comics always follow the current trends and will work in whatever current thing is into the comics and stuff. Which yeah, I'm on that's the true fence to a degree, that. but. I don't know. It just I think some stuff is forced and I think the stuff coming out yeah. today they're shoehorning a lot of the current culture yeah. stuff and not like And like I'll be fair, I'll be intellectually intellectually honest in the movies when Cap started going libertarian and anti-government uh, surveillance, I mean, I'm like, that. all right, let's yeah, I was too. Let's that's go. Uh, so second one. When it was yeah, the so Soviet yeah, Accords or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think even no, before it's, that, no, it's uh, the Winter Soldier. Is yeah, when uh, Shield was launching the like the helicarriers. Oh they yeah, got yeah. yeah. Hydra, so actually. I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. So yeah. evidently, when it's more in line with my politics, I'm, so. I'm all for it. So yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a touchy subject because it's like, well, you know, and that's the thing is, okay, so now you know I'm in law enforcement, and that's not a surprise at this point, but. It's early on in the show, like Baltimore PD checks out with him and starts hassling like Falcon, but not, you know, Bucky. Bucky. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Really? Yeah. I can see that happening, but it felt it. They didn't push it too far, but There's I could no see, uh, I could see that like a little someone on the back end of it going, huh? You guys saw? We added. You see it. what's happening going on? We added. Hey, hey, look at this. We virtually. No, look, let's be real though. Baltimore PD ain't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a major metropolitan area. They're responding to calls for service. They're not checking out with anybody. Uh, That's funny. Just saying. Yeah. So I, I think it. And they I don't think really they, have any cops up there anymore, anyway. I think they they missed an opportunity on the on the buddy cop thing. It should have been they totally should, Tango and Cash with superheroes. That's the play. Yeah, all day. Yeah, and and they kind of hit that a little bit. Yeah. And they just should have pursued it more. It would have been more engaging. Yeah, and I didn't even mind uh, his little speech, him going off on the politicians at the end. No, I liked that part. Like yeah. that was that was less off putting uh, than than and some then of the other stuff. I, liked, I didn't mind that. I, I liked agree. how they finished. I want to say Herschel, but that's not his name. 
Is it Herschel? It's like Isaac. Isaac. Where yeah. am I getting Herschel from? I don't know. You're the Walking Dead. Yeah, it was great to see him get like the what they did with that storyline. I was also really bored with the uh, Falcon and his sisters storylines, with the the boat stuff. I was like, I don't care about this boat. Can we go back to other more interesting things? They're just trying to flesh out his backstory. Yeah, and I get they're trying really to show had, him. Yeah, the human side of him. But I was just like, I'm bored. I, I was too. But I mean, at the same time, well, like, I, think, I got what they were doing with it. Again, right. like I, I and I don't know. Marvel hit me up. I've got ideas, I know, right? but I feel like part of the miss there was I like tell the human story. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, yes. And, but it, 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 there's an interesting, that's what it was. It was too long. It was drawn out. Yeah. There's an interesting take there that just, they didn't quite land of like, you just assume everybody's like Tony and Thor. Yeah. Like they don't have, nobody's worrying about pan bills or anything right. like yeah. some, and that's su- what I appreciate. some superhero somewhere. It has an electric bill to pay. I was kind of oh, yeah. hoping, and it turns out it's Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you know? he would, um, I did like that, how they made it like, how are you making money, Falcon? I love that they showed like, oh, wait, the, I need a paycheck, guys. Yeah. Like, he's I like turned just, down for the loan and everything. Yeah, like that was jacked up. Yeah. Um, but I I liked, um, I lost my train of thought, what I was going to say related to that. Anyways. Well, it was a good point you were making. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we overall, even, yeah. the show was, I thought, it's you need to watch it. You yeah. should watch it just so that you can stay involved with the Marvel lore. Yeah. You know what? Watch it, form your own opinion. Maybe you'll absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. Who knows? It's what six episodes? It's a quick watch. Yeah, it's actually not many. I thought it was going to be longer, and I got to yeah, the last. Yeah, we found out in the podcast. Like, oh. The next one was the next day. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the last episode. I gotta have some. We're gonna have to run this segment by like Mackenzie or some lefty friend to figure out if it's gonna get us canceled. But yeah. Anyway, sorry, I got political on you guys, but yeah. I'm redacted. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of episodes coming out on Fridays. Bad Batch came out. Yes, Bad we've Batch, been holding which out. I think is the only reason I'm I've been invited we've back. Been, Sorry, I ruined it with like political stuff. Yeah, we've been holding out <laughs> just for you. So, uh, quick refresher: Bad Batch, kind of a continuation of the Star Wars storyline from immediately at the at the end of Clone Wars. Yep. So it start if you're up on your Star Wars lore, it starts right at Order sixty six. It starts right when all the clones have been ordered to turn on the Jedi. Yeah, it's like so, opening scene and major knowing, e- major major spoilers for oh, yeah. minutes and minutes and minutes. Yes. Now you might major, as well just, just going to talk. Hit the skip. We haven't. You've seen today's. We're I recording have. on a. We're once again off our our schedule a little bit. We're recording on a Friday. Yep. Um. So you've seen today's episode. I haven't. I don't know I if Josh not. has. So I'm current up, th- not counting today. Okay, I, I'm. I, do you? you I, can I spoil the episode a little bit? I don't. I um, spoil the whole thing. Oh, okay. what today's? Yeah, today's. Uh, Just, what, there's yeah. like one little thing I I'm thought the, was really cool in there. No, nah, I'm gonna give it away. I'm, no, I'm not gonna go for it. All right, so you've seen episode four, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to pull up the episode list real quick because I don't actually remember what's holy profiles on your Disney Plus. How, <laughs> I think How many somebody's, people are on here? I think somebody's stealing oh, yeah, some uh, Disney Plus here. <laughs> yeah, so I have me, I have Adam, I have Kira, I have my mom and her husband, and I Adam was like, can my girlfriend have an account? And I was like, uh, sure. So he'll hear this, and he'll go, but you said it was fine. And I will probably go, I was thinking, sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Is that that passive-aggressive streak oh, that, of course. I, that I'm now just learning about? Yeah, I'm. It's because you don't really know me. I'm nice. And he's to not you. comfortable enough around you yet, and he's <laughs> okay. still a little scared of you. Right. Oh. And then uh, Kira's well founded. Kira's parents have their own, which I feel like they. Which my mom and her parents, we all pay to contribute, but like 
Adam, I think we share like one. Like so what you're things. saying is you're defrauding use, Disney? Hey, use hey, Adam's hey Molly, it's called Apple Pay. Pony up. <laughs> yeah, that's well, right. What is your use, share? You guys aren't married, so it doesn't count yet. Um, All the more reason. Right. I uh, Adam, I use Adam's Netflix, and he uses my Disney and Hulu. So so you're both defrauding different companies? Yeah. <laughs> Tracking. You're saying yeah, you used to until something. your accounts get shut down when I this think, airs. I think he's using more of my stuff than I'm using of his stuff. So I think we're off filter. Off. So Adam, like 60, 40 off, fraud. Off your balance. Adam, always taking, rarely giving. Uh, just like he. He's you should. You're doing it as a as a gift to a veteran, right? I got the no. vibe. He was a service member. Is that Adam you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Who was on last week? Yeah. 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 I could tell you what his MOS is, but I'd have to kill oh, you. Oh, <laughs> he wouldn't say. I was interested. He held I up. was a 19 Delta Adam. What were you? What are you? That's Ooh. a different thing now. I guess. No, I will say, like, I uh, I don't know what any of this means. I I wanted to just kind of riff on like GI Adam was our guest, and he was very much like, no, he was pretty humble I'm, about I'm, it. He was like, no, no I, I don't want to like, do that. I'm not a yeah. GI, but. Yeah. I, so, I I got that vibe too. I was but like, I'm like nobody outside the military hears GI and actually thinks ground infantry. It's just uh, it's all I know issue of, is GI. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I always grunt or door kicker. Yeah. All I know dragger. about GI is that it's a doll and or action figure gastrointestinal. And then that <laughs> uh, Karen Filippelli's dad was maybe one. Ah, yes. Well played, sir. <laughs> yeah. You look very exotic. Is your, your dad a GI? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I always, uh, well, learn something every day. Yeah, government yeah. issue. I always thought it was infantry, ground yeah. infantry. Alrighty then. So the first episode of Bad Batch, because I knew we would talk about it, I literally yes. wrote, I was watching it on a plane with Kira on the way to Colorado. And mm. as the episode was playing, I was writing notes and uh, of really? the first episode. But then, so we here's have, what happened. Do we have a nerd sound effect on the sound pad? We have this one. No, um, you need like Revenge of the Nerds where like that the jock guy is like, nerd. <laughs> Don't know that one. Really? Yeah. Is that too old? You know that movie. Yeah, it's too old for him. Oh, come on. Man, yeah. I'm old. How old are you? How old do you think I am? Uh, I would say you are 39. Close. I'm 37. Okay. Not bad. I was going to go low, but then I got scared because you're friends with him, so I figured you were older. <laughs> but you just look younger. I'm young at heart. I mean, okay. you're... Well, how old do you you think I am? Do you know how old I am? I would guess you're somewhere around 30. Around 30. Give me a number, an exact number. (laughs) Um, 28. 28? I turned 30 in August. That was close. Happy birthday to the ground. Um, So the first episode starts, like like you said, Kale, at Order 66. And I, when it started, I was like, yo, this is going to be... I kept pausing it and talking to Kira. I'm like, okay, so this is this is when Order 66... And she's like, can we just can we just watch? Can we just watch it? And I'm like, I know, but I have to explain it to you because you're asking. She's like, I asked nothing. Can you just play it? I'm like, no, no, no. And it was awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and then it got like halfway through the episode which it's a 75 minute episode yeah and then it lost all its luster and i started getting bored i didn't feel that you know all it's it's funny you say i kind of did i kind of did so the real fans well and here's what i didn't lose entirely but i i was starting to get to the point where like the episode was so long that it felt like there was a natural break in there and they were just like man we got to really push something out to entice people Mm -hmm. and get people hooked to the show so we're going to release like two episodes mashed together as one. I, I could see that. It felt like the second half was a different episode, a different episode. Yeah. Not that it was bad, but it was starting like halfway through. Um, I want to say it was where they're done order 66. They go back and now they're getting like tested by Tarkin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which you already said, spoiler alert. Yeah. Right? We're talking freely. Dude, on that the show. whole scene is fantastic. Oh, it's great. Like the opening scene? Uh, what are you talking the, about? The testing scene with Turkey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yes, 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 yes. I like gotcha. that. And yeah, and then they like they turn them into like their actual and they're it, shooting. Yeah. It's not a simulation anymore. Yes. Right? But well, they don't have any guns. Who's the Jedi kid at the very beginning that his master gets killed? The Padawan. Caleb, I thought they said. Caleb. Yeah, so it's uh, Caleb Doom, which is Kanan Jarrus. Kanan Jarrus is that's his like alias that he survived. That's Rebels. It's a Rebels yeah. tie-in. That's Kanan. Kanan, yeah, as a kid. Oh, look really? Who, look who likes yeah. the first episode now. Oh snap! <laughs> no, here's what I thought turn. was hilarious. His voice. He looked like a two-year-old. His voice was like a 50 year old that's because they had freddie prince jr doing the voice he was just trying to sound younger he did i, well, sound I, I think that's pro- i think that's correct anyway no but, i think it was i remember hearing it, i'm yeah, like because this it was, kid does not at all match the no, way he looks it, 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 minor yeah, yeah. segue i'm pretty sure freddie prince jr is a pretty high level jujitsu player really wow. I, he may even be a black belt yeah it holy all, cow i didn't know it that. all connect yeah connects so it's a i wrote down in my notes i was i was hoping that kid was either the force unle- force unleashed kid from the games the force unleashed games oh dude i've seen some theories that they're gonna push star killer back in really the, i was hoping it was him as yeah. a kid or i was hoping it was the last last jedi kid which it wouldn't work because they actually show He's the last old, jedi's yeah. what you're talking about the broom kid no the last jedi sorry not last jedi the game what's the game oh, okay uh fallen jedi not last jedi I wrote last night. Oh, wrong. Um, Fallen Jedi, the God, video game. I hated that game. Really? Yes. Did you play all of it? No. So I, just a little thing about me and video games, right? I wish I was on that episode where you guys were talking video games because I could have like waxed poetic about it. Hey, <laughs> side, aside about that, I, I'm curious to hear more about Mass Effect because I'm oh thinking about God. buying it. I've been um, playing it so much. I hate jump puzzles, right? In okay. Jedi Fallen Order. It's I, like a platformer, essentially. Oh my yeah. gosh. I got so mad. I so, so you don't like Tomb Raider games? You like uh, Uncharted no, games? No. no okay. No, well, no, then no. that makes sense. Yeah. It, like I got this one one part in the game where like you slide down this ice thing and then you take a turn and mm-hmm. then you have to time your jump mm-hmm. in a specific time. Yep. I sat there that playing that stupid freaking jump, yep. 45 minutes, and I couldn't make it. Did you lower the... I guess the difficulty <laughs> at that Difficulty doesn't, doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's not I could just come over and beat it for you real oh quick. Oh, my and then, gosh. Did, so do you even know the story of... Like, yeah, well, so I got so frustrated. I sold it immediately on, <laughs> on Amazon, and then I watched all the cutscenes on YouTube. Fantastic. Take but it, that. But so, <laughs> And all those cutscenes have now been edited into a six-hour version of episode three. Yeah, the exactly. story of it, the way they yeah. weave master, that master with cut. Order 66 was pretty dope, too, with his master, and yeah. his master was dope, and I hope yeah. we get to see him in some form yeah um, i don't remember that kid's name hey, i don't remember his name either it's, it's totally escaping me but i was wondering well, and, and his like pseudo master that the the black lady that was uh with like the yes. bulging eyeballs yeah her eyes are popping <laughs> out of so her weird head. she was also in wolfenstein game have you ever played that she was in the second Pretty one sure it's wolfenstein wolfenstein what did i say wolfenstein it's a jewish game now <laughs> um, well i mean it always kind of well, was technically game, almost because it's there's a little bit of that going on almost Kind of. So before the last of our listeners turn tunes <laughs> out, if I can give some non super fan, I'm, yeah, I'm a fan, but not a super fan boy. Right. Like probably the parts you, you got bored with. I, I tuned into because like the politics nerd and me like yeah. is very intrigued with and digs this. What did that transition from Republic to empire look like? And yes. how did that play out? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm much more likely to quote 
Padme saying, "Oh, so this is how the Republic dies, right?" Yeah, then I applause. then I am to you know quote like Yoda or Obi Wan or something. So right. I like, and there is that political thread through throughout the Star Wars universe too. I feel like oh, so yeah. seeing that aspect play out actually interesting. So I loved, so I dig the action and I dig I I liked the the boring parts. I need to watch it I again because it was boring. I, I did not. I, like, I, no, I, I love that first episode. I was hoping they were going to go more miniseries feel with it and do long, you know. Yeah. I'd take six 75-minute episodes. I would, too. You yeah, know, same. and go miniseries styles with I it. I just remember watching it. I only saw it the one time. Maybe I need to watch it again because it was late. We were doing like a kind of a late flight, and I don't know how much I was paying attention. Um, but I remember being like the last half of it kind of like fading out. Yeah. Kind of like, eh. I miss. I I was hoping. I think I was expecting more Order sixty six. More. Here's how the Empire is coming to light, and I didn't feel it as much as you're saying right now. So maybe I wasn't no. paying attention as much as I was. I, I you know I'd say this in the sense of you know it's kind of us reviewing it and should you watch it? Shouldn't you watch it? If, Absolutely. If you watch if you liked the Clone Wars, if you've liked everything else, it does not start as strong as season seven of Clone Wars ends. I think there's that right. potential for it, and I I definitely think it's still great Star Wars content. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what's neat about it is you know that like you've got John Favreau and you got Dave Filoni, and they're dropping characters in here that they're tying it all together. So yeah, like, yeah. if you've at least watched up to episode four, you know that the Kaminoans are making like specialty clones, and it's got some ties. And this is this is me theorizing here, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it that Omega Omega, yeah, how she would pronounce her, her own accent name. is dope, but I hate yes. her. Yes. And I don't know if I'm a minority or majority on that. I don't hate her. I don't, I don't know. Hate. I, I'm annoyed. The f- second episode when she's on the, uh, on the was it the first episode where she stowaways or the second episode where she stowaways? I think she stows away. No. Uh, Twice. No, because really. they kind of like escape at the when end the of the episode. first episode. So in the second episode, he's like, you'll stay with this family, right? You'll yeah, and then live she better. Sto- yeah. And, and she stows and away and then gets The moment they introduce her, I'm like, you're going to constantly follow us everywhere we go. Yeah, but everything you, she's you done, do I have predicted. Yeah. Every single no, thing. I was, just, like, I was about to make the same con- comment is that I don't hate her as a character, but the character is very predictable. Very yeah. predictable. Yeah. yeah. But the her role is to, like, that's where the conflict and the strife is in this storyline. Yeah. It, it feels... Not, I mean, not all of it, you know. Obviously, there's some other issues, but... Correct me if I'm wrong. Past the first episode, the last... I've only seen two, three, and four. The last three episodes feel like Clone Wars season four, where it was in that middle of leaving Kitty, becoming adult, but yet still a little Kitty. Uh, Does yeah, it feel like a season little bit, seven a little maturity? Bit. Does it no, feel like season it's six not, maturity? It's not quite that heavy. I don't think there's anything in there that's like super heavy. Um, Just like it was like one-off moments of yeah. problems that didn't really overall connect. It just seemed like one-off episodic well, it's, moments. It's, it's telling the story of, of Clone Force 99, right? Mm-hmm. As they are moving and trying to establish themselves. Because this isn't a spoiler at all, but in episode five, they start learning that they need to make money mm-hmm. and they take on like a, a like a bounty hunter job. Mm. And that's, that's the emphasis behind episode five. And there's some cool tie-ins to the original trilogy. Oh, that's um, cool. Is that in this thumbnail of that? Is that a baby rancor? Right it there? is, which may or may not get killed by Luke in Return of the Jedi. Oh, there's the cool tie-in. I think nice. That's yeah. cool. So, spoiler alert. Anyway, do they make that clear, or you're just smart and you know that? Uh, if you are a super fan like I am, you, you can figure it out. That's cool. But no, they do don't. You see, like the big fat guy with the no shirt no. on to come up no, and buy don't. it or something. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> but uh, you, you do see. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you want me to not spoil it? It doesn't matter. So right. I will say to me, you know, again, watching not as a super fan, but just as as a, a fan that 
Hunter's by far the most compelling character, and I desperately want to see him in live action. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I don't know. I kind of like Wrecker too. I think I, I'm I'm amused by Wrecker. Like but, he's just funny to me. He, he, yes, but he's such a stereotype. You know exactly. Well, they all are. You know exactly what the character's going to do. Yeah. You know exactly yeah. what the character's going to say. Do you yeah. see the Photoshop image of someone taking the New Zealand guy? Yes, and Team, photoshopping Timuru, them uh, to look like the Bad Batch if they uh-huh. were to go live action. Mm. Saw it on Reddit. I don't know if I can find it quickly. Oh, dude, if you can, link it in the show notes. Yeah. Well, no, so Wrecker. You, you would just make him Dave Bautista because it's the his same character, and then. Basically, he could be yeah. more famous and get you know uh, give more bad po- political takes on social media. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because Dave Bautista is who I'm really who I'm looking to for my political hot takes. Oh, well, I will say, returning to Bad Batch, yeah. uh, I want to throw this theory out, and I want to see if any if you guys think it too. So I have this theory, and maybe this is wishful thinking. I googled it, and I tried to see if anybody else is talking about it on like Reddit or anything. I'm not seeing it anywhere. I think they're setting up Boba Fett to come into this show. And I say that because Finnick Shand, Shand, Shan, is talking to somebody about how she lost the target. Yeah. And we know that Boba Fett saved Finnick Shan in The Mandalorian. Yeah. And they start working together in the book of Boba Fett that's coming out this fall. Yeah. And we know that Boba Fett has a significant tie to the Kaminoans. And we know that Disney would love to give as all. much juice exactly. as they can to the Boba spinoff show. And Boba had a whole three-episode story arc that in was Clone Wars. In Clone Wars, that was cut out. Really? That didn't make the cut. But there was like teaser trailers and stuff floating out there where he gets in like a showdown with Cad Bane. Interesting. So I think that they're going to... When I watched through Clone Wars, I I feel like Boba was in it a lot as a kid. He was, but he was never in it in the, as a grown-up or as like a young oh, adult in saying. the armor. You're saying as an adult uh, I think they're going to put him, yeah. oh, gonna put him in the show as a at least a young Boba Fett yeah. in the armor working with Fennec Shan. I do love that Star Wars has the juice to pull in the big name actors to voice their characters when they cross over. Yeah, so cool. like that Migna Wen was still voicing yeah. her character, which she played in the Man- Mandalorian was cool. Forrest yeah, Whitaker. I was, I was, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised when, yeah. um, what's his face came back? Uh, Saw Guerrero. Oh yeah, but it, not Forrest Whitaker this time voicing him. It was. I think it was, and was it? Bad Batch, he was in it. Yeah, that was well, Forrest that, Really? That's is what that, you're talking about? Yeah. yeah well, that, that was, was his character, but I didn't think he was voicing it. No, that was him. Get out. Look, I think I, I think I, IMDb, I am, that beast. Oh, I man. I think I did. You got to Google it. that. Yeah. Let me look. I'm going to challenge that claim. I didn't like his live action take on Saw. That's because they cut it down, man. The version of, of Rogue One that ended up getting released wasn't the version that was originally filmed. I just, but like the way he, the, what he chose to do with his voice and stuff, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. The, like yeah. the raspy coffee. No, I, I got to say, like, that was my introduction to that character. I'm sure you had known of Saw for a long time. He was, yeah, in but it wasn't the same. Fallen Jedi as well, the video game. I don't know how IMDb works on the website. I only know how it works on the app, and now I'm lost. Yeah, I don't Where do know I see either. the episode list? You just you're on it right there. That's the yeah, next episode, episode right there. So he was on which episode? Three? Uh, one, I think. Was it one? One or two. Because that's the, that's the test mission where they go out and Tarkin's testing if they're going to just blindly follow orders. See, and then like where on the website do you see like the list of all the actors? See, this is where you need to live stream this. Then like anybody listening could be like, oh, it's uh, right here. Yeah, follow right. this link. Come on, guys. <laughs> cast. Well, see, oh, there you go. Yeah, cast. See, they show one guy, and you scroll right yeah. past it. You just got to control F and type Forrest Whitaker. For real. And when you don't see it, we'll know I'm We're right. just going to do this, because it's going to be so much. Hey, guys, enjoy the uh, this, this listening 
to me. There's a new Conjuring some, coming out. We need some cool. elevator music. Yeah. So it would be at the top. goes walking. I'm pretty sure it was him. I looked it up. It's not. He's not popping up on here. Maybe hmm. I lied. I lied. The guy, whoever did it, then sounded just like him. I thought I looked <laughs> it up, and I saw. They all sound I, the same to you, don't they, yeah. buddy? Gosh. Hey, come on. No, I swear. I this thought I was like, is, is, that Forrest, is this Forrest Whitaker? And I looked it up, and I was, and I thought I saw his face on the episode. I'm a liar. I take it back. So it's been good. I've enjoyed it. I have too. I do I, think it's. I, I think I it's going to grow into its skin some. It, I think so too. I wish it had picked up at that same. You know, season seven of Clone Wars would have been tough to match, both in yeah. quality of content and intensity. But yeah. I would have liked to have seen it at that season five, season six level of maturity. I, I kind of think you're there. It's just they haven't had the opportunity to get to it. Because, I mean, in one of, what is it, like episode two, I want to say, Cut and Run, where they're, um, they they meet up with, with Cut from the Clone Wars, the that clone deserter that, that saved yes. Captain Rex early on. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of mature content, right? That these people are being displaced, and it's starting to hint at how bad the Empire is. So... And they're you have uh, to kind of read between and the, the lines. empires making everybody uh, get their vaccine passports. I mean, like, yeah. um, I mean, they're blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just go full cancellation, <laughs> right? This is it. We made it to 11. You we, want to start talking about uh, Tuttle Twins? We now? surpassed, uh, we surpassed the goal. So, what's that guy's name that played as Mandalorian? Tamoru uh, Morrison. How do you spell that? T E M E U R A, I believe. You have to slow that way down, bro. <laughs> Much like an old person opening a hard candy in church, I'm just gonna tear into this on it protein bar, guys. <laughs> Sorry T- for the rap. T E M Timora R A. Oh, there he is, Morrison. Morrison. U E. That was close. Batch. Where is the Photoshop photo that I saw on the Reddit? It was like fan art. The one that I saw. The one I saw. Someone just did a pretty rough Photoshop. But it was you got the point, and I was like, "That's not bad." <sighs> I just can't wait for Captain Rex to come back. He's one of my favorites. Oh yes, I really want to see him. I I just want to see this guy Tamara Morrison play as Rex. Yes, that very would much be so. the best. Who? What's it? Or something? What? I can't find it. Well, I'll the one that I saw the... was like uh, had a white background. I'm just excited with what they're doing. I mean, these are some of my favorite characters. There's like side characters that were never really like majorly popular yeah. and you know boba fett gets so much hate but they really fleshed his character out in the expanded universe yeah like, yeah i know well, i get it he he died a pretty lame death in the death in the movies but you know if you if you grow up on it and like you're a kid and like i'm interested to know if you're if your son likes the empire because they have the cool outfits right because yeah. as a kid like i always liked the empire not for their politics because i was too young to know such things but Darth Vader looked cool. Yeah. And so did Boba Fett. So I always liked Boba Fett. He's, yeah, Marcus is right on that threshold of me kind of introducing Star Wars to him. So we'll, oh, we'll get there gotcha. soon, but it's still a little bit much. No, oh, I see. So I wish I had a New Zealand accent, though. Yeah, it's a cool accent, right? You, yeah. wanna, you want me to tell the story about saving Brian Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's no. the photo I saw. It's a pretty rough Who, photo. Who's the guy in the bottom left? That's Echo. Oh, wait, here? Yeah, that's the left, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still learning my left and right. <laughs> He's doing the, you hold up yeah, the index finger and the thumb. Uh, Who's he supposed to be? That's the sniper guy. That's the main guy. That's Wrecker. That's Tech, I guess. 
Is that supposed to be tech? They, they paid him pretty. And there's uh, got to be some there. gag. <laughs> and there's got to be some gag there that, like Maybe. Miami Vice or. Uh, what in the oh, fet is going on here? <laughs> this this match is, seems bad. Nothing, nothing, nothing makes for solid listening up, like up us sitting that. and chuckling about the screen that no one can see. Well, you're going to tag that, right? You're yeah, going to tag that. If, unless you're on a freaking Apple podcast, you can't click the stupid show links. But hey, oh. just switch over to Spotify, right. click, click the links, and then go back while you're still listening on Apple. Yeah. So well, I, listen, I, you if, just got to Google, you know, like Tamora Morrison, Bad Batch, fan art, or like, You'll see some really good ones. You'll see some really bad ones. That what we're that's what we're chuckling about. Yeah. But. Oh, it was on prequel memes. That's why I couldn't find it. I was looking on Clone Wars. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> you're so dumb. I Gosh, know. I don't even know how. Forrest to Whitaker. It. How dare you? So yeah, that's uh, the Bad Batch. It's uh, not too shabby. Um, yeah, it's I'm, not ex- I'm excited to see where it goes. But and I think we it does go to the point that I think we made last time you were on, which give Kathleen Kennedy something else to do and yes. put Dave Filoni in charge oh, of all things Star please, Wars. Please, please. Like, I don't want to lose him from being actually intimately involved in projects like this. Yeah. But I, for him, just Get Matt creative director of yes. the whole thing. Yeah. Kevin Feige type role. Just yeah. control it. Well, the guy who's even voicing all the bad batch characters, that's like, give him all the Emmys because that's, that's some yeah, top it's notch. Impressive. Yeah, I, I want to say it was like D. Bradley Baker who yeah, who voiced Bradley. all the mm-hmm. all the clones. And what's interesting is there's a really cool documentary called like I Know That Voice, and I think he talks about it in there mm-hmm. and how he puts a subtle difference into each clone's voice so that they're not the same. Yeah, like in it, it obviously in Bad Batch they're all like stereotypical people, so they all have unique voices. But in the original Clone Wars, the clones had different slightly different voices yeah so rex mm-hmm. didn't sound like cody right but they sounded similar right which is really cool from yeah. like a voice actor standpoint well even uh this is not related at all but uh in marvel when uh was it spider-man far from home when samuel jackson and the chick from how i met your mother robin i don't oh, remember her uh, character name in marvel but her uh yeah. that whole movie they were the aliens spoiler alert if you haven't seen it they were the aliens from captain marvel remember that they reveal it at the very end. I actually never saw that movie. Okay. Well, the whole time you think it's similar. It's, you think it's Nick Fury and the other chick, but then at the very end of the movie, but it they're was, like the scree or whatever. Yeah, they were that. But then if you go back and rewatch it, they were always acting like themselves, but just slightly off. And that's a, that's a nod to the acting skills. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Quality. Well, I remember watching like uh, this has uh, been a heavy rotation period in the household for the Despicable Me movies. Oh yeah, both kids kind of dig those, and so the third one that like, grew meets his brother Drew, but Steve Carell voiced both of them. But one of yeah. the uh, one of the extras on that is just kind of how he worked his way to that and what what he did to yeah. make Drew different. Yeah, and it's yeah, just, that's it. That's a it's good minor, good but it's like there. Yeah, it's funny. It's got it, some, they're, they're got some good. good laughs. We were talking about this before we started, but like some of the kids stuff that's coming out now is it's actually entertaining for yes. adults too. Yeah, which kids is nice. content not all created equally. No, and, yeah, uh, that's definitely true. Um, Peppa Pig not welcome in my home. Yeah, or However, Caillou. Did you ever like Caillou? Uh, no, I've somehow I've managed to what, entirely avoid What's that wrong one. With Pe- Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Not my bag. It's not your bag, baby. No. But uh, the kids like Bluey. We get a big kick out of Bluey. Never watched that. Did, did, they're all about Blippy. Did you ever watch Blippy? 
They're all about Blippy. Oh man, yeah. something's on. Yeah, you know, dude, he's, danger will run. Well, Blippy's got a dark past. Yeah, Kira, <laughs> what does Kuma watch? What does Kuma watch? Blippy's got a dark past. But uh, dude, I'll say like, I so want to tell the dog story. Parents, parents, <laughs> parents. If you have to, like, you have. Well, you do have to. Like, you're gonna have to watch some kids' content. Dude, I find as a, a grown man, the DreamWorks content. Yeah, their shows tend to keep the parents in mind and keep entertained. So like yeah. the uh not the movies, the shows. I mean the movies are okay too, but oh, yeah. the Boss Baby series, How to Train Your Dragon series, the Trolls series. Boss Baby is good. Dude, the show It's actually entertaining. I as le- silly as it might sound. I legit laugh yeah. at the show. And I'll tell you right now The I'm, show or the movie? Is the movie any both. good? Both. But oh, the wow. show really holds up. But I'll tell yeah. you, I think they did four seasons of the show on Netflix. Yeah. And when you watch the end of that fourth season they get you. Oh, right. So Blake kind of aged out of that. So, dude, uh, well, I mean, if we've spoiled all of Bad Batch, we can, I can yeah, spoil the fourth season up. So, like, the final episode is so the idea is like he's been placed with a family th- okay. through the whole series. So, it's yeah. like he's, he's still doing the baby corp, like boss baby thing. He's not the CEO. They rotate through CEOs. So, that's kind of like hmm. from season to season. He's, he wants to become the CEO, but instead he's in charge of field ops. But in the meantime, they've placed him in this family. So he's a Templeton. He's the baby. He's got an older brother, and the brother's in on all the hijinks. And, you know, they've got the parents. And so he's kind of learning throughout the show, like, kind of what it means to be in a family. And it's not just business, and it's it's whatever. How is he a CEO, but yet he's a baby? I don't understand. The idea is that it's like there's this whole behind... I judged that by the cover hard. There's this whole behind-the-scenes... Uh, like business aspect to babydom called Baby Corp. And they're like, rather than working in profits, their whole thing is like just increasing baby love, like making sure that babies get the biggest cut of love available in the world. It's almost like Monsters Inc-esque type. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Kind of currency-esque um, thing. But so like end of season four, like he's, so there's some, the way they play it is like there's something in the milk that they drink at Baby Corp that keeps them babies. So that's why they don't grow up. So, like, end of season four, he's, like, giving up all of business and baby corp and going to stop drinking the formula just to, like, be, with the be in the family and be the Templetons because uh. it's becoming obvious that he's not growing up or whatever. But he's, like, going to become full-fledged baby and, like, not remember Tim and all their times. Oh, so, wow. he's, like, putting the formula aside. Dude, it, it gets you. I didn't cry because, man... Yeah. But uh but Jade may have been cutting onions in the but kitchen. I don't think she watched I was watching eyed. it alone, so nobody will ever know if I so actually So do you think <laughs> men should not cry movies? Is that like your fault? You've made several comments like this. I didn't say yeah. they don't. I'm so analytical about movies. Like scary movies that never bothered me because I'm like, well, that person took that makeup off and, and went home and probably stopped at like five guys on the way home. Like it's just not so I'm like that's that it just So no scary movies bother you at all? No. Man, anything the like, stuff that gets like super realistic, demonic, I won't watch because I, I believe like. in the spiritual yeah, realm. Exactly, and I, but I'm like that, that chick from the out. ring. Just kick her in the face while I she know, crawls right? across the floor. Yeah, you want some? Not a tough yeah. problem to Take solve. Some five, five, six to the face. Yeah. <laughs> so like, get back, some. Back to crying. So like, the, like there's not an emotional movie that you're like you're having a you're you're having a tear come out. No. Yeah. You. So you. No. No tears, Marley and me. No. With the dog. I've no. never seen. Did you never? Bro, no. I read one of Caesar Milan's books recently when I got the puppy, uh, and uh, he taught he referenced that movie a ton, uh, and it didn't sound like something I now want to go watch. Yeah, it's so because I live that stereotype as well, where men don't cry at movies. 
it was incredibly challenging to not cry at the end of Marley and Me. I'll uh, say that much. Oddly enough, the one that has always gotten the closest. I'm not going to say it. I'm not heartless. I'm not going to say I don't, yeah, get a, so I don't get a lump in my throat ever. But that's what the one that's that, the vibe I was getting. The one that has stuff gets the me. one that has almost gotten me almost every time, and maybe would more so now that I have a daughter. Yeah, is uh, the scene in Armageddon when Bruce Willis is talking to his daughter. Mm. Oh man, I don't have a daughter, so I can't relate. That, to that one, one almost gets. But yeah, I, I get where you're going with that. Yeah, and it's been a minute since I've seen. Imagine uh, Blake. Yes. Um, if we can use his name, or sure. We can I already that threw out. it out there. Um, but you're more protective of of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, no, you, for now sure. you have a daughter. Oh, I totally. Get, I get, <laughs> yeah. no. I get it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No. Like for your son, you'll kill somebody. For your daughter, you'll dig him up and kill him again. Yeah. No, I I get it, man. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Yeah. So. It's crazy. So that's the one that always gets the closest. What would to you do me. for your dog? Oh yeah, I'd kill someone. I'd murder them. I'd dig them up and then murder them again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with uh, depending on the movie. Obviously, if you're crying, I don't know at Toy Story four when they're all about to die in the lava. Yeah, you should check your man card. But, like if you're watching, like I don't know, like an actual heartfelt, like emotional movie. Like I. But see who nothing. watches those? I'm not, and I'm not like bawling. <laughs> like but like when i'm watching a movie and it's getting i can't think of any right now at the top of my head that but when i'm feeling like kind of like i'm feeling the water behind your eyes starting to get ready to come when i feel that i know kira is already bawling her eyes out right so when i look over and like i feel it and i look over and she's already like like wiping and i'm like are you crying and she's like yeah but like you get mad at her to cover up the fact that you're about to cry yeah that's what i do i I (laughs) deflect um and i put her down because that's a good what a good husband does right like come on go buy her leg um just kidding i love everyone um but no i i see nothing wrong with dropping a tear and i actually don't know i know you don't but in a cinema and i don't feel like it's a lack of like manliness i feel like that's pishy caca well so i feel like that's just you not being able to tap into some emotions and that's another whole issue speaking of lack of manliness i've never brought it up on here but i hate the phrase pishy caca and i don't know where you picked it up but it drives me nuts every time i'm ryan gosling in uh la la land (laughs) (laughs) it's a real masculine conversation for you but like i i feel like if you had a poll like i don't know some people like I feel there's nothing wrong with tapping into like some of the more like emotional thing. Like I'm like watching musicals and like chick flicks. Like I see nothing wrong with that. Mm, this is why we're ten years away from China being the world's only superpower. But like I'm 10? still like down to go shoot guns and train in jujitsu and like do other manly things. But it's like there's a balance. Like yeah, but are you gonna be in the corner crying when you've uh, got blisters from going through you know five six seven hundred rounds in a range session? No yeah i'm not crying going, give me the tissues but it's like dang like i have no problem tapping into my emotional side so i'm gonna ride the fence on this one yeah. all right so i'm gonna say i agree to a point with you but i think maybe this is just a generational thing that even though it's not a huge gap in our ages right like kayla and i grew up in a time where like you you don't cry what are you crying for boy like right? right am i right yes but that's not where i come down on it so i mean we can dig into it a oh this bit, is but. an interesting conversation because i i do i feel this like lump in my throat you know but i just a lifetime of suppressing my emotions with rage <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but you know everybody's got their triggers you know i mean i used to think that too like you dudes don't cry in movies and this and that and then like seeing like really manly dudes like the family i used to live with ed he's a manly man yeah. and like the way he loves his wife and the way he uh, he taps yeah. into his emotional side i'm like but yet he's a man, and yet he yeah. balances that very right. well. Dude, I was the one that told you that there's some episodes in Clone Wars like I got yeah. genuinely choked up about because it, it that whole brothers in arms aspect yeah. and like losing a brother 
Like it hit me in the feels in a, in a couple spots in places I don't like to go in my mind. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. There's one movie though that I will like guilty truth, pleasure, whatever. Have you ever seen collateral beauty with Will Smith? Nope. Is it, is that Bro. the one where he's like homeless? No, and he's sleeping. Pursuit of happiness. Okay, I don't know. Where that Clyde movie's fantastic. Clyde Beauty. That's another one though. That you know, he's like sleeping in a bathroom, holding the door closed so his son can sleep. Like yeah. that'll hit you in the True feels. story in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Collateral Beauty. Um, his his daughter dies like super young. Uh, oh, I don't like movies like that. Well, yeah, and it's just watching him go through that loss and like the way he deals with it is kind of similar to like when my dad initially passed away, like just the blocking everything out and whatever. And just mm. his emo- like it did really bad in reviews. Like it has like a 12 on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Wow. Uh, but he ends up like writing a letter to love uh, time and death, mm. like mystical, but then they appear. I'm not going to give too much of the movie away in case you are. are you crying right now, dude? No, I'm scratching my, um, but, uh, I thought it was a good <laughs> flick and it put me in my feels. And when it gets to the climax of the movie and it like, it reveals the whole thing and you're just like, I'm like, dang dude, like I'm in my feels. Yeah. So and I feel that that's not a lack of manliness there. I, feel I, don't, like I agree. I don't think it, I don't think it really is. Cause like I said, everybody's got their triggers. You know, if you're, uh, I don't think it is by default. I do think it can be, and it's it, not. It it's not be. just me. And that's why chops. I say I'm right. I just come down like I'm not on the bumper sticker level of this. Of sure, real men don't cry. Right. Like it's it's not that. I just come down more on the stoic side of it. I agree. Uh, for all of my joking on here, I do think men have more than three emotions. Right. Um, I do think it's appropriate to feel emotions. I just think you know the way Jocko puts it in this. It's not, I didn't come to this because of Jocko, but I like his phrasing of it, which is um, emotions don't get a vote. Right. right? And it's you you can and should have emotions they just don't get to determine your actions or your decisions or, right. or how you proceed yeah i was just talking about movies i wasn't going that deep i was just but, saying, uh, but if, if, to me stoicism. everything is is that deep right like i think if if i'm gonna shed a tear it's it's gonna come at a greater cost than a well-written line in a movie right like it's gonna be more more earned than that like <sighs> no you don't like movies don't rate the you know that emotional reaction for but me they just don't the, well for me the movie is like it's an escape like i'm leaving my current reality to live in this little reality and i i'm at, i'm all in and uh i'll let the emotions ride out depending on how the writing is in the movie yeah i, I yeah i agree but like i agree like there you shouldn't live by emotions i agree with that 100 percent but yeah, like, I mean, if you a, if you get so worked up, you're crying your eyes out, and you can't right. stop. And I'm like, and right, never, you got a problem there. And that's never, it's never. I don't even think a tear ever falls in a movie. But like allowing the emotions to yeah. to come in instead of immediately the moment you feel you just wall up and you block yeah. it out. I'm just saying, like, just feel it a little bit. You go watch Marley and me. I guarantee you'll be crying. Uh, the way guarantee. Caesar Milan talked about it, I don't know if I want to. It's a good movie though. It's actually funny. doesn't the dog die at the end? Well, yeah, that's why. It's a, <sighs> there yeah. we go. Well, no need to watch it now. Yeah, so I don't want to <laughs> see that. I'm not ready for that yet. Like yeah. if Kuma dies tomorrow, I don't. I will be emotionally distraught. Be of course wreck. you will, because you can't even hold yourself together in a movie. <laughs> even if your wife's an interesting topic, we have found ourselves on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Now there's awkward silence. Sorry, I killed the buzz. Uh, we can talk about mainly things. You see Cybertruck and uh, the Ford F-150 Lightning comparisons? Uh, I didn't, and I don't even know what you compare at this point because neither one's a real thing yet. So mm, True. Like I, I saw you throw it on the show notes, and I'm interested in that. And def- like We all you know, were into the electric vehicle space. I'm just like, it's, it's, it, they're not real yet. Right. So but despite based off the our initial- president driving one around. 
right uh, okay how about he says yeah how about you get in fr- to the reporter how about you get in front of it and i'll run you over and then or whatever whatever his everybody needs hey everybody needs to be able to take a joke i'm not gonna bust his chops on that one i know but i'm just saying the double standard of it the other guy say it he's being impeached again yeah. for a third time that's my only point like that's just whatever everyone sucks um based off the initial data though now that kale buzzed kill all of this i don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's not even I out even know <laughs> so the cyber even truck was still a thing i thought that thing like oh no no i a, think it's uh full production 2022 i think really yeah yeah oh wow i thought do you it was like, like the look of cyber truck i do not you don't i don't it's very polarizing well you know what it's, it's different strokes for different folks whatever i i I mean, heck, I'm I'm rolling around in a 20 year old F150 out there, so I'm not exactly edge of cutting edge of style. Um, yeah, that's just a little bit too Blade Runnery for me. I don't. I think I like it. I like that it's so different. Well, what Elon said about it is like we can make something that looks like a truck. That's easy. He's right. like, yeah, and if this no, and if this bomb, he's like, if this bombs, I'll just throw a body on it that looks like a truck. But this just more seemed like, like more fun. I wonder who came up with that design. Did he ever say, like, did he just draw it on a piece of paper or did, like... I don't know. I think Looks like his son drew it on a piece of paper. <laughs> but I think there... I think it does gain you some legitimate things in spaces. I think that angular design actually creates a lot of cab space, they've said. Probably um, does. Some, some different stuff like that. And I think it does... The Part of why it's not out yet is they're still working on the sizing. Like, the truck's huge. Yeah. Oh, so really? part of the problem is, like, as it was debuted, you couldn't park the thing in, like, a standard garage just too oh. long. So they might uh, they might shrink it down some. Like it, I think you have a hard time getting scale for it when it's not next to other vehicles. But it was a it's yeah. Seeing it's a, it's side it's by a big, side big that F one fifty Lightning and, and then is the that even looks thing? like a rendering to me. That doesn't look like a real Cybertruck to me. Mm. Yeah, it does look fake. But uh, now something I was excited about, and I'd like to see more electric vehicle makers. I mean, everybody's had everybody's announcing you know their electric vehicles now, and it's it's whatever. But. Um, is the ability to reverse power your house like can i plug into the charger and feed energy back the other direction particularly living in some place that is uh, hurricane prone that's a big deal if i could power the house for three days off the truck sitting in the garage is it that battery that big in that vehicle to do that it depends on crazy. how much you want to run in your house but if you're conservative and you just uh, you keep the fridge okay. running and some other that things sense. you're not running the whole that's what i was imagining uh, well maybe like maybe i don't a, know you know like a wall battery like the tesla wall or something yeah they do they do the power wall yeah. but this is rather power than me wall, yeah. rather than me buying the electric vehicle and then buying the power wall so that i could do that this is you could just i'm just going to flip up. a switch you know, you've got to be able to disconnect from the grid because you'll backcharge and kill somebody. Right. But you flip a switch to come off the grid, mm-hmm. and this can all be automated. Like they yeah. make they make automatic switches where when the power from the grid stops, it'll switch you over to your battery backup, your generator, mm-hmm. your That's whatever. Cool. And so, would you ever get the Tesla power wall thing here at your house? God, so expensive. If the economics were right, oh, yeah. Man. I mean, I'll I tell you, one. I'll They're tell you, horribly expensive. I well, priced them out. I was I wanted to get a solar thing for my well, and it's like the Tesla stuff is but, twice as expensive. So I haven't priced I the power wall, but have you priced a whole home generator? No. So I priced a Generac whole home generator for our house, um, like twenty one hundred square feet. Um, and my thing, I told the guy, I'm like, I don't want to power manage anything. Yeah. I I want to run everything. everything. I want to run everything like normal. You're not um, on a well here, are you? No. Okay. I, uh, my irrigation's on a well. Okay. But I'm on I'm on city water. Um, but I'm like, so so that was the standard. I don't want to manage my power at all. Um, there's no gas here, so it would have been propane. Uh, you know, I don't have natural gas in the mm-hmm. neighborhood. Um, and like the price, like installed the whole shebang. It came, it was like 20 grand. 
Jeez. That's about what I would pay for a solar setup. Yeah. Like for not a non Tesla solar setup. Well, see, their, their roof and power wall was going to yeah. be like 52. But have I you think, seen Tesla's solar tile? Well, that's roof. The, yeah. The, the tile actual roof. tile one. And their whole thing is that, yeah, you, you will never have to replace it, which that's great. But man, that's. But what's. That's, what is just the power wall? That's the battery. That's right. Just, no, that's just I, no I know, but I'm saying, what's the price point on that? Because it's like $12,000. Because if you can just install that. And it just charges off the grid while the grid's live. And if the grid goes down, then you pull off that. Yeah, then that's, that's not a bad price, depending on how long yeah. you can run off of it. But that doesn't sat, you know, that doesn't scratch my, my prepper bones. Like, I yeah. want something that's going to recharge. I tell Kira I want to get a house in, like, the middle of Montana, in, like, the middle of nowhere, and have solar panels, have battery backup, and just live off our own. Are, are we going to bleep out where I live? Is it, do we already agree on that? I don't remember. Yeah. Did we even say where you live? Yeah, earlier. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Too slow on that one. Um, yeah, you could just move out to where I live, you know, and do the same thing. Yeah, she said no to Montana because she's tired. Of, she lived in Colorado for like ever, but she's over cold. the snow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that the movie crying types cut out for Montana. <laughs> okay, because I tap into my emotions, I immediately can't survive spell. anywhere, yeah. and I cry when I just get a blister. Icicles hanging off of your yeah. chin. It's like you're taking a, an extreme like a and a Jack very Nicholson light in the shining and bleeding. <laughs> But anyways, Cybertruck, uh, based <laughs> off the initial numbers, uh, looked better than the Ford F one fifty. But none of I'm this a is Ford real. guy through and through. I mean, I have a Ford as well, but I don't care. I am well. I'm tr- yeah, that's fair. I'm done to switch to that Model Three tonight if I could. If it were free, I'd even without yeah. radar. What without Did radar? Did you see that news this week? What? No. Do tell, Kyle. Elon's always been anti lidar, which is like laser based mm-hmm. type like what radar. Our iPhones have. Yep. So he's always said that's not necessary, but the vehicles have, have all had up till now radar in them and they're actually doing some cool things with them, like bouncing it off the road underneath the car ahead of you to see what's happening up ahead. Hmm. Starting like right now, they're already shipping uh, model threes and model Ys with no radar. It's pure. They're calling it Tesla vision. So it's all, it's all camera based. Wow. Yeah. It's controversial. People have thoughts. Really? What's, yeah. What's the deal with that? What? both sides like why i don't know what their deal is I like i've never totally understood why he's anti-lidar i think it's just a like cost benefit analysis thing i can't believe they pulled radar out like a lot of people are real surprised are there, but he thinks you can just he thinks you're going to be able to achieve like full level four level five autonomous vehicle just purely off like camera machine like learning AI, AI camera. Yeah. Wow. And to some of it, it's like, okay, well, all the driving we've all been doing forever has all been vision-based. That's true. But or I want... We've, we've organic learned it. Part of the point is I want it to drive better than us. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. I want it to see more. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, that machine learning is going to get you to get you to that point. Yeah, Even once every is car is on the same network, they all just talk to each other and yeah. it doesn't need to see just, things. It just And knows. then you're not allowed to drive manually and we're all living in iRobot. I yeah, would be I was okay about with to that. reference that, actually. Yeah. That's why I want a Tesla Model I don't care that it's electric. I don't care whatever. I just want it to drive me. Well, so like the uh, national, what is it, NHTSA, is that it, Mike? Do you guys deal with their stuff at all? National yeah, Highway a, yeah. Transportation Safety Administration, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and the um, like IHSS or whatever, like the more insurance side, they've both already downgraded the safety ratings for the 3 and the Y because these ones that are shipping without radar, there's all these things that the, the ones with radar were doing, uh, like... Uh, lane keep assistance and emergency braking and stuff like that that isn't enabled in these 
Well, now Elon says there's not a there's not a like a plethora yeah. of of data in this new these new models, and I don't know anything about it. I'm just assuming that right, yeah. like they're shipping this without this feature. Well, so from what I I know from what I've read and understand at this point, the reason they did it in these models already and not the S and the X is that they have more mileage of data in the three and the Y because there's so many more of them out there. Hmm. So they have so, so many more million miles that they have so much more data from yeah. their camera systems. So that's why they... And Elon says those features that aren't there right now are coming in an OTA update in a few weeks. Hmm. And so they'll come back. It's just a lot of people that follow the industry and understand it way better than I do were really surprised by this move. Huh. So, well, I trust in the Elon. Yeah. I do too. I know this. Almost everybody, every time some, well, we said it last time. We're like, if you want Elon to do something, just tell him it's impossible. That's exactly and right. Every time people call him crazy and he's wrong and it's impossible. And he figures it out. He doesn't get, dude, SpaceX, they they're, uh, they had a launch last Wednesday, last Thursday. It was just more, I say just more because they've made it so routine. Um, it was just more Starlink satellites. It was their 100th straight successful launch. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. And like their 85th recovery yeah. or 86th. Wow. It's just so routine. When you think about the shuttle fleet for as long as it operated, it was 135 missions and we lost two shuttles in that process. Yeah. And so. They're already getting ready to like match or surpass. And they're flying. Get ready to surpass. Right? They're flying people on previously flown boosters. It's, I mean. I think though, until we get like the technology to make a space elevator, like space is still going to have that cost prohibitive. Is space elevator still feasible with what are neat necessary yeah, with what you, other making? Yeah, you're gonna do like, like graphing, but I I disagree yeah. with what he's doing with Star. If he re, if they reach the level of reusability with Starship that they're talking about, no, I mean it'll be like flying on a plane. I just don't see how that's possible because you're burning a you're you're still burning a fuel to get there, rather than just sending somebody up. Yeah, but I it, it's so but their their point is like they're they're shooting for airline levels of like turnaround and reusability like land yeah, it that's fair, land it land it refuel it maybe you uh pop off a couple of scraped heat tiles and mm. pop on some new ones which you see that on their starship prototypes Get where somebody out there with like a hundred mile hour tape and just yeah, like yeah. slapping them on and there. uh it's fine off you go again don't worry about those seals shrinking in the cold weather yeah so We'll see. I won't. I won't bet against him. I'll tell you. I that. won't either. Actually, I'm making jokes, but I I trust that I, he's going to get it done. Yep. There's no doubt in my mind. So the pace things are moving down to Boca Chica. Times. It's crazy. Like they've got they've added additional massive cranes at their site in Boca Chica. So they're stacking this huge. It's going to be well over 400 feet, uh, like integration tower for the orbital for Starship, and then uh, the super heavy launcher to go under it. I mean, it's just the scale of things they're doing. It's just really cool. Is insane. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm impressed by the whole thing, and I just wish it got more media attention. And it's sad that it doesn't. Yeah. Well, and that's so that's the bittersweet thing. Like, um, they've been so successful with the Falcon Nine that it's not news. Yeah. No way, it's, yeah. It's exactly. Nobody, re, you know, nobody's out at uh, you know their local airport going. Another plane landed safely. Yeah. Right. No. All right. Check the implications though of what they're doing is vastly different than you know somebody flying to Atlanta. Yeah. So I it's, do hate when people tell me, "Hey, have a safe flight." I'm like, I have no control over this. Yeah, we we've done that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted. To well, say you guys that, yeah. did that with the other mic, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he was the one that was freaking oh, yeah, out about flying. Oh yeah, we did say this. Yeah. But I, I just find it hilarious. See, other Mike, I listen. Hey, he won't call him out. You won't hear this, but because especially yeah, he, being an hour and a half or so in, yeah, close to, <laughs> yeah, he won't <laughs> know the true. difference. He's definitely out. So, 
So but, we're an uh, hour and a half in. What else do you guys want to talk about? You want me to talk about Memorial Day? Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, yeah, I was about to ask about that. I, I yeah. was, we got sidetracked by trucks that don't really exist. But yeah, I, and, we, had a, we had a great segue when you were talking about Clone Wars hitting a little too close to home uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But so as the listeners are hearing this, they'll they'll be hearing this on Memorial yes, Day. On Memorial Day. And I think it's... Um, so actually, while, while I'm kind of talking a little bit about it, why don't you pull up uh, American Legion's website? So like it's um, AmericanLegion.org. And the homepage of that is a poem about Memorial Day. Yeah, watch that video right there. And it's uh, there's sound to it. It's not a video. So here, hold it. Don't hit play it. So it's important to me as a veteran and also somebody who was overseas and in combat. I said, don't play, don't play it, bro. I know. I was queuing it up. Don't play it, bro. It's <laughs> queuing it up. <laughs> It's important for me to people that people understand the difference because I think far too often nowadays people think Memorial Day is just like oh man it's awesome we got a day off from from work or school and it's the start of the summer so we're gonna go out on the lake or we're gonna go to the beach we're gonna cook some burgers and get together with friends and that's great that you're doing that but you need to understand what Memorial Day is so Memorial Day is a day that we set aside every year to pause for a second and ponder on all of the service members who have died overseas uh, and basically securing your freedoms. Yeah. And a lot of people confuse it with Veterans Day, you know, and so you get a lot of like, oh man, thank you for your service on, on Memorial Day. And I'm like, yes, thanks. But, you know, that's November 11th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Veterans Day. That's the day to honor people who served. And to Memorial, give me birthday presents. And, and to give Kale birthday presents, right. which arguably more So do you want to cook some burgers on Monday? Uh, you know what's oh, wait, funny? Wrong, was that the wrong time to ask? <laughs> <laughs> I I was debate. You know what's funny? I was on the having said that I'm debating going to a water park on Monday. Yeah. So I sound <laughs> a little bit like a hypocrite. But I was planning on taking my son um, to visit my grandfather's uh, gravesite because um, he was a veteran of World War II mm-hmm. and Korea. Um, but it's just a it's just one of those things to like kind of. It's important people pause and remember because the freedoms that we enjoy in this country were were bought and paid for by people right. and their lives. Right. And you know, we're doing a horrible job teaching social studies and civics in school. Yeah. And people are are losing sight of our history and why it why it came to be. Um, little, I actually started uh, today in anticipation of talking about this. I don't know how much you guys know about Memorial Day, but I kind of researched a little bit today to learn more about it. And I didn't realize it actually became a federal holiday in, in the 70s, 1971. Um, but it's been celebrated since like 1868, I think. Hmm. Um, and it was originally just to celebrate the uh, uh, all of the people, the soldiers who died in the Civil War. Yeah. And it was universally adopted in the northern states following the Civil War as Decoration Day. And they would decorate the, the, memor- uh, the grave sites of soldiers who died in the Civil War. And then it became uh, just a more of a standardized thing after World War One, which is a nice segue to American Legion's National Poppy Day in Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place. And in the sky, the larks still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead short days ago. We lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe, to you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high, 
If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. Yeah, so if you've ever gone on, say, like Memorial Day, or, you're, or really, I've seen it before, we're leading up to, and you see some crusty old-timer selling these little papier-mâché red flowers, there's a reason they're doing that, right? So Flanders Fields, that's, that's a reference to World War I and all of the service members who were fighting on the front in World War I, Belgium and the Netherlands and whatnot, Flanders. Um, and the poppies grow there, and it just... It became a thing. So starting in like, I think 1921, they started selling these. That's National Poppy Day. Um, so that's that's why. That's the reference. So if yeah. you see those crusty old timers, thank them for their service, and then buy one of those poppy now, uh, I've always flowers. Seen, you see them more stateside now, but I've always seen the poppies more with the Brits. It's You know what's funny? You don't see it as much now as you used to, yep. and I think it's because you, you don't you don't have the same buy-in in the service organizations that you used to, or I feel like you used to. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm just as guilty. I'm a life member of American Legion and VFW, and I've set foot in that VFW um, once. And I'm more affiliated with the American Legion solely because I coordinate honor guard activities, like from the police right. department in support of their ceremonies. But other than that, like I don't ever go in there either. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. Changing times. Yeah, it's and just, I, you know, I it think is. it's worth pointing out. Like I don't think you're saying everybody go go mope around on no Monday. no 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 absolutely I, not. I think it is um you know about as close to like a a, a holy day yeah that we have as a country yeah. i think you should recognize that but the point is celebrate those freedoms yeah. have celebrate have it. the barbecue but understand spend time why. with your friends and family yes but take a second well and that's the other thing is most people don't know this but at three o'clock on monday it's a national day of a national moment of silence mm that it's supposed to be observed nationwide. And if you're listening to the radio, maybe they play something on there. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. No, Nation. everything you said, I was, was going through, I'm like, what's the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? Exactly. My and point. You literally answered everything that was popping up in my head. You were yeah. going in this way and this. And so that's and really it, cool. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. Like it's, uh, I think it's important and I don't know, you know, I think the global war on terrorism was at like 4,500 or so dead when I got out. I don't know what it's at now in 2021, um, you know, but I knew guys who didn't come back and yeah. it's one of those things. I used to do a thing where I would, uh, you know, if we were going out, I would buy a beer and I'd write, write a guy's name and like when they, when they didn't, you know, their OIF three or, you know, Iraq 2009 and I'd leave it on the bar. Um, but I don't like how it makes me feel. So I don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> real men don't cry. <laughs> Except in a movie. <laughs> I was I was watching Josh during the during the Poppy's Fields video. Just yeah, to see. Just to see. To see, see if, if I well, if you didn't know what the reference was, but yeah. that's just this poem. Yeah, I, I, I actually specifically like, asked we're, you to, we're okay oh. listening to poems. We won't yeah. cry in a chick What flick. are we watching this for? I just okay. you know, I remember being a kid thinking uh like I would my dad would always buy them and I would always like end up getting it and then like I never understood what it was until I was actually already out of the army and a member of the American Legion and I saw it in a magazine. I'm like, oh crap. Mm. I wish I'd have known this this yeah. whole time because I, I ponder this sometimes, right? Like you go to a grocery store and you're buying whatever it is you happen to be buying. Like for me, I'm picking up sushi at Publix and I'm buying my sushi and a drink. And you buy it on this, Wednesdays when it's fresh? Is it fresh only on Wednesdays? Yep, that's what they say. 
Oh man, on the sign. Well, I've never had a problem with Publix's sushi, no. so I highly recommend it anytime. And it's cheaper on no, it's cheaper on Wednesdays. Oh, I that's think yeah, it's fresh yeah, on yeah. Thursdays. Yeah, I think. Golly, yeah, I hope they don't keep it for a week. As I say, that actually makes Wednesday real questionable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's real cheap on Wednesdays. But I always ponder this, right? Like you, uh, you come across, you're sitting, you're checking out, and there's this like seventy year old man bagging groceries, right? And I think sometimes, like, man, how much of a just ba was this guy like back in his prime? Right. You know. Because I'm, I'm in my late 30s now, and I'm starting to get broken down. And I'm like, man, when I was 21, I was I was a door kicker. Like, yeah. I was running combat missions in Iraq. And when I'm 80, and I can barely stand up straight, right? Lord willing, I make it to 80. Well, actually, come quickly, Jesus. I don't really care. Um, yeah, I mean, what are people going to look at me? They're going to be like, look at this guy over here. Right. Old man. Well, it's like, is it? Uh, Band of Brothers that they begin or end the episodes with yeah. interviews and they're talking from the those guys the and it's, it's these little old guys that you you, you know they're at Denny's with friends getting coffee in the morning yeah and you're like oh look a bunch of old men yeah I have uh, that queued up on my to watch list and I just haven't Bro. gotten to it yet because I want to watch it but I'm like I feel like this is really heavy and I don't know if it's I'm not. emotionally prepared it's not it, 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 it gets that way sometimes right would you cry would you shed a tear at like lone survivor or american sniper what's another war movie that's uh, pretty big i didn't i didn't either i watched an american of, sniper was close to home for me well really? it, the, the uh, lone survivor man that i actually never saw scenes that intense. a couple of years ago i watched lone survivor on the fourth of july because i think plans fell through so i didn't end up going out or doing anything and i watched it at home at night by myself and I was in my fields. I was like, freaking America, let's go. Yeah. I uh, met Marcus Luttrell. I have both his books signed. We're Whoa. basically friends. Look at you. You should invite him on the cast. I'll get him on. On the pod. Yeah. He's on the list. <laughs> He's on the wish list. <laughs> if this so. is the best you can do, this guy right here sitting in front of you, like, come and on, you six, gotta up your game. Six degrees of separation. <laughs> so... No, we'll but, link this video as no, well into the I'm, show notes as well. No, I'm, I, but for, I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, it's it's always been odd... Um, you know, to the other side of that coin being Veterans Day and having it be my birthday. I think yeah. you, like you've been the reception, like the recipient on the end of this. Uh, back when I still actually posted to social media, which I've started again now, but only to push the podcast. Right. Um, you know, like I always tried to preempt all of the birthday wishes on social media from yeah. people that you only talk to once a year on your birthday. But like, please don't like take the time you were going to spend on that and yeah. thank the veterans in your life and here's you know if you don't have any here's mine thank thank yeah. them and thank you guys and it's uh you know so I, I joke about it and it was nice when we lived up north and it was an actual holiday for school in the south we don't value I our know, veterans man um, what's up with that i don't know i've never understood that but uh at so least yeah, memorial day is yeah, you know? and 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 I would say like I we shouldn't confine those. It's I like that we have those holidays, but yeah. it shouldn't be confined to those. It's right. it's pretty easy to pick out yeah. prior service guys, both from previous generations and yeah. and current. I mean, um, I've got multicam shoes on and a hat with me. Like it's <laughs> it's pretty obvious. <laughs> feeding the stereotype right now. I totally am. Um, but the flip side is too. You know, like I don't know if people understand, and and this stems more from World War Two, but you see it now. <clears throat> When you see um, like the stickers on people's cars, or maybe you'll see a flag in like a neighbor's window, and it's it's like a white flag with a red outline, and you'll see stars in the middle of that yeah. white. Sometimes you'll see multiple stars. Sometimes you'll see single single stars. Yeah. That means they have someone yeah, serving so in their family. If they're blue, they're serving. They're, they're serving, and you yeah. should you should thank them for their yeah. service. The gold but ones. The gold one. That's if you've ever heard the terminology gold star families. Yep. That's that means they lost a member of their wow. family in the service. And one hundred percent. What is that flag called? 
I, just a gold star oh. flag, probably. I think I, there's probably a real name for it, but I don't know. Yeah, it. I bet you if you Google that. I don't know how to spell the word flag. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. That makes me sad because now that I know what that is, I feel like I've yeah. seen those often. So, yeah, You've but... You've probably seen the blue ones more often than you than the gold oh, ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think my mom has the blue one up because my sister's husband is serving. Yeah. Right now. So, when you see those gold stars, no, no need no, to wait know. for Memorial Day because it's... You know, it's not just our soldiers that bear the brunt That's either. Right. Service flag. It's not just them that pay the price. And you know, That's right. Talking, you know, speaking to you now as a, a a parent, like I try and instill these, even in my my toddlers, like I I try and teach them to serve others and to have this idea of service to others and putting others first. At the same time, terrified that they would oh, man. take up the mantle of military service that I that we so revere in our household. I uh, I had a story to tell about that actually. My dad, very stoic guy, super stoic, and I remember coming home from my second deployment, and he almost broke down like crying when I came home, and like yeah. we were actually like together. And he told me he's like, I remember I wrote him a letter like halfway through the deployment saying, um. Spoiler alert, I didn't get it, but I wrote the letter saying they're putting me in for a bronze star. And he said That story makes me he, so angry. Oh, I know. Oh, that right? story freaking quotas me for off, awards, man. you freaking officer core, you douches. Sorry. <laughs> There's another one. Call the timer. No, no, douches, okay. Oh, is it that's I all think. right? <laughs> He's so mad. No. It's okay for Sorry. you. It's not okay for him. Uh so uh anyway, my dad knew when I when I wrote that to him. He's like, I lost any hope whatsoever that you were not doing something safe and that you were actually out in combat and you were doing things Jeez. and it hit me so hard. I'm just glad you're home. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, man, I, I'm sorry. I even wrote that. And geez, I didn't, I was thought you'd be proud of me. I didn't yeah. think it would hit you like that. Yeah. But that's the truth. I mean, that's how a parent yeah. was going to feel like, well, and that's the reality of it is it's as tragic as the, the loss of life of the loss of those brave soldiers is, the the families pay the bigger price. The spouse, yeah, oh, the, yeah. the spouses, the the kids, the parents pay the greater price. It's hard. Yeah. And, well, and which, not to be all somber and sad, but I mean, really, that's what Memorial yeah. Day is all about, right? Like it's the, the the burden is real for families, and we should celebrate yeah. the sacrifice made, um, the ultimate sacrifice made, and and just you know appreciate what you have. It's really a moment to pause and reflect and appreciate yeah. what you have and who gave it to you. That's good. Yeah. And that loss, it's not, for those families, it's not a one-time thing, no. you know? Yeah. We started off with our typical levity about losing our dads. <laughs> That's right. But I think I can speak for all of us when we say, now my the loss of my dad's more recent, uh, you know, January of, of 2020. Um, but literally, not not a day, not a single day that I don't think about my dad. Yeah, so I'm uh, going on eight years now. So it's not every day, I would say, but yeah. it's very, very frequent. Yeah. Very frequent. And so it's like those those families that stays current. Yeah. You know, it's I can't uh, even imagine as a parent like oh that would crush me. And I actually I think about that sometimes with my own son because like I'm I'm very proud of my service and I yeah. don't, I, I had a great experience. It made me the person I am. Um, you know, good times, best of times, worst of times. Yeah. And I I, I challenge. I'm challenged to answer the question is if my son came to me and said, Dad, I want to join the army and I want to take a combat arms job. I don't know how I would feel about yeah. it. Yeah. Like I know if everything worked out fine, it would be a great thing for him, but it also is, yeah, I would, yeah. I wouldn't want him to experience what I experienced. Yeah. No way, shape or form. No, well, I mean, I look at it like 
my son's named Marcus in large part because of Marcus Luttrell. Yeah. And it's like, I want you to revere him. I just don't, don't know that I want you to follow in his footsteps. footsteps. <laughs> Lots of ways to serve, buddy. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what I would do if Kuma wanted to be in the canine unit. Yeah. There's <laughs> the is. transition to there, the there, there was. I won't. You just wait till the bonus content. There was. Okay. You you want to talk about when media can when almost get to me, where where maybe it's worth shedding a tear. There was this unbelievable scene uh in West Wing. I don't know if either of you ever watched it. Old no. show uh based around the the White House. Um phenomenal show. Didn't line up with my politics in particular. It's still a great show. Uh, and there's this uh, the woman in the show. She's uh, secretary or executive assistant to the president. And it's a Christmas episode. It's Christmas time. And she's just not really into it. And come to find out through the course of this episode, um, she lost her twin sons in combat in Vietnam. And it was on like Christmas Eve or Christmas. Mm. And she's relaying it. And she's talking about it. And she's staying very stoic. Um because of her, you, when you know the character, her reverence for the building she's in and the position she holds. So she's not getting super emotional about it. But the way she's telling her story and about them being in combat and losing their lives. And she's like, and I just can't help but think. Uh, see, now it'll get to me. Yeah. Now having the kids will get to yeah. me. She's like, you You're know, I, weenie, I just can't help but think how scared they must have been in that moment. Yeah. And how much they needed their mother because you need your mother Tales in a moment like that. Watery and, and uh, red, <laughs> but so it's so yes, that was this yeah. dramatic portrayal. But like these families live yeah. that out, right? Somebody comes and knocks yeah. on the door, and that their whole right. world changes. Yeah, and that's you know it's funny you mentioned that. So when we were soldiers, that's kind of you get a vibe from. Oh that. my gosh, like, that part's brutal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's funny is, and we were soldiers for whatever reason. I sk- that part bothers me more than the combat stuff. So I actually skip that part and I watch the combat scenes. <laughs> You'd think it'd be the other way. Like I'd be like, oh no, I'm all PTSD'd out. Well, I would have but, to, and maybe this is a good segue to uh, you know go over support and uh, yeah, p- go for p- it. pivot to Patreon. But we talked a little bit about we didn't share any uh, no details, any military stories last so, time. But right. you're down this time. Yeah, not but, that I wasn't down last time. I've got just, I've got a couple like didn't pretty lighthearted ones, I think. But uh, so tonight we're going to share some, but it's going to be on the Patreon. Yeah, bonus Our, content. So only. can you give a sneak no. peek real quick so that they can see? Oh what gosh, they, I think you already Which, gave a little sneak. Yeah, there's there's uh, yeah, I, I have a sequence I want to tell them in though because it's all about context and okay. some of them. Um, and I'm going to start with a story about um, basically turning a machine gun on a pack of dogs. Wow. I mean, if they were attacking you, I would do the same thing. Yeah, they weren't attacking us. <laughs> <laughs> but context, it's, it's, it's a funny story, I think. And I, I tell the story more as like, um, well, I could tell it in several different ways. But as I, I've told this story many times in a public setting. And I, I realized the first time, like, man, veterans have a totally different outlook on life than people who didn't serve overseas. Because the very first time I told it, I was teaching at the police academy. And the look of horror and disgust <laughs> on the recruits' faces as I was laughing about turning a machine gun on a pack of dogs, um, which I thought was funny and cool. And they lo- and I thought I was Hitler reincarnated. Like, it was horrible. So I was like, oh, man, I got to explain yeah, I'm this. I'm starting to go down that road <laughs> real quick. <laughs> wait, well, you keep referencing your dog. That's why I keep no, saying, yeah. like, man, I can't wait to the bonus right. content. Yeah, here, well, so yeah. I'll, tell the, I'll, tell, I'll tell the full story. I mean, we're awfully early in our career for a PETA boycott, but... <laughs> Even if, uh, if only this was a... Well, uh, Peta, you just got to listen to the bonus content. You'll hear yeah. why. It's actually not a bad thing. But without context, it sounds yeah. like it's a horrible thing. Right. 
If only we were a video podcast, we could like do one of those cheesy YouTube thumbnails, like watch reaction to this video. <laughs> video. So, you, you totally could. Yeah. I tell you, I you know it's one of those. I've had very few moments where I've been speaking in public and realized like, oh snap, I need to hit the pause button. <laughs> That's here. me every time I uh, speak in general. <laughs> I'm like, I shouldn't have said any of that. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's funny. I there, 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 I can only think of one other time where I'm like, man, I wish I could just reach out and grab the words that just left my mouth and pull them back. I think that uh, every moment of every day. Really? With every word so, I say. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, thanks for coming back. It's the yeah. second time, not the last time. Got to yeah. be a regular. Sure, man. I'm we'll, always we'll do this as often as uh, you're willing and stick around for the Patreon listeners, as always. Thanks for, for sticking with us. We love you. Appreciate you. Please continue to... Like, subscribe, rate, review. I had something new I wanted to roll out this week and I forgot about it. We'll do it, we'll do it next week. But uh, no, no, no. Um, we talked a little bit about Jordan Harbinger, but he turned me on. I've actually been going back and forth with him on Instagram mm-hmm. in a conversation, which evidently is a thing he does. I'm not like special or anything. <laughs> yeah, he like takes like, what, six minutes a day or something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But he turned me on to there's this thing that's like ratemypodcast.com. Yeah. And you can get a little slash your podcast and people go to that link and it shows them like mm-hmm. what services they could rate you on on the device they're on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so uh, there's a little free version where you can get like five reviews a month. So we'll we'll roll that out here at some point and make it easy for you to review us. And uh, hey, stop putting uh, garbage in your body. Go out, pick yourself up a, a Jocko Go. Get and, after uh, it. Good clean fuel. Right. Get after it. Wawa, vitamin shop, jockofuel.com. And uh, they don't give us a dime, but we're hoping someday they will. And we're big fans. And they got yeah. lots of other great products there, too. Origin USA. So, yeah, go I check them out. I take probably like four different things every day. Yeah. Have you pivoted like away from all your Onnit stuff? You were doing some Onnit stuff, yeah? You know, and I, I did, but only because uh, like the, the Jocko Krill oil. Yeah. I really was, want it, that. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I, t- I stack them. I stack the joint stuff from my jacked up shoulder. Well, I guess and hip now. I want um, the joint stuff, too. Yeah, joint warfare. I'm all about it. I, I don't know if I recommend. need to do cold war, cold war, because I'd never get sick now. So I don't know. He yeah. says through his stuffiness. Yeah, with the allergies. Allergies. That allergies. helps with allergies. Allergies, allergies. is different. It's yeah. different. Uh-huh. So I try. The, so I had a subscription to Zeus Test, um, which is like a test uh, test booster. Mm-hmm. But I just canceled that because I'm like I've just been taking this for two months and I don't notice a difference. But yeah. maybe I just, you know, all my tests went under normal. I was just hoping for more energy. But I take, um, I've got discipline go in the pill form, which I keep in my desk when I get like. Why that over the drink? Uh, you know, I, I just. It's quicker I, or it's is it? It's quicker. Okay. I have well, it in the pill. you don't have to refrigerate it. Yeah, you just leave it. It's, Refri- I, I don't even I know do what word one. I just I do one too. I don't do two. I just do one. Okay. But I just, it's like a little hitter in the afternoons. Gotcha. You know, if I've been reading. Yeah, a little I, I read a lot. hitter. <laughs> that's, that's right. The hitter. Um. Yeah, and it just it helps, you know. It it, it works. It yeah. really works. Yeah. Discipline go works, and and um, discipline like the pill form, it works. Yeah. It just does. So uh, like, rate, review, follow, all those good things. Subscribe, grab some Jocko Go, and if you really, really want to take it to the next level, find us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/Solid the Number Seven Podcast, and throw us a little support on there. We'll make it worth your while. You'll get bonus content every week. Uh, if you do the ten dollar level, we'll throw you a better than average coffee mug, and uh, you'll enjoy it. It's worth it. I said every time that ten dollars a month is going to get you way more entertainment and value, and a little bit of knowledge That's right. than you're ever going to get from a movie ticket. Boom, so, let's go. So Boom. do it. And uh, with that being said, till next week, kisses. We're out. We're out.